What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we kick them big facts. And of course, we don't give a fuck about your feelings. That's Wednesday. But you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, new, 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 the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the new, prognosticator, new, 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 Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, also known as Mr. Notrabajo, Senor Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Thurleg Greg, at your service, CEO Nigaro of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the unbatable. Undebatable, the undisputed best. Edutainment here on YouTube. Also known as the king of the milk dud heads. And you should know me as well as the Morpheus of the Matey Matrix. The Chocolate is Confucius. The Black Moses, the Deliverer. And I'm CG8. See God Allah. And I'll be the 10 time to monetize champion of YouTube. All right. Unlike any other, we got a great show for you today. Why you must give up the need to be loved. Why you must give up the need to be loved, and I know you guys are going to be talking about this is some bitter and hurt talk, but in fact, the pseudoscience community in doing my research has done extensive research on this particular topic of people pleasing, and we're going to listen to a couple of videos. We have a father talking about some data that I could not find admittedly, but he has some data talking about how fathers are viewed by their children, whether they're present or not present in their lives. This is going to be some groundbreaking research here that we hopefully people take the uh, take the uh, reins here and uh, do some research related to this interesting, interesting topic. We do have um, there are books written about this particular subject matter, and this subject matter is going to be discussed later on in the show. In fact, let me just show you a couple of things here. There's a 10 million copy bestseller about the courage to be disliked, a single book that can change your life. There is also some data here. His says, let go of the need to be liked. You got to do it. Things that are more important than love in a relationship. We also have people pleasing. We're going to talk about the fear of rejection. Also, why do we need likes? A lot of people do things for likes, not because they do things. Here's a interesting article. Time to stop worrying about being liked. And this is also when we talk about it, it's being loved. We have people here says, stop wanting to be liked. We're going to delve into the subject matter right here and much, much more. But do me a favor, hit the like button as we're talking about being liked. We do it for the algorithm and to boost and remind people that this show was going on and this is some important-ish that we're doing here. To contribute, oh, by the way, like button. Oh, oh, my AI don't work today. Oh, there it is. There it is. And also, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel, CGA channel, the notorious CGA channel right there. Appreciate y'all with the likes. Just give me the likes. Don't pass the scroll. All right, whatever that song is. Also on today's show, we're going to also talk about uh, a hockey player's ex-wife gets booted from the arena at game time because she stalked him. We got that. We have a man suing 27 women because 
they're actually doing some negative things to him on social media and giving up the need to like we got straggle and sniggle theater and all that in the bag of chips ahoy. All right, so let's get into the earlier contributors to the day show. Shout out to the contractor says the diet don't work the same for ninjas. All right, he says the diet don't work for ninjas the same. And also, uh, we need some of the good ninjas to stay back in prison because you can wash cars and change oil. I mean, you guys are useful over there. All right, you guys are useful. All right. All right, let me see here. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What do I got here? Do I got any love over here? Someone to love. Some of y'all ninjas need someone to love you. Uh, this is mostly for young men. You know, once you get about 40-something, you don't give a fox about what people think about you. All right, yo, give a damn is busted. <laughs> All right, everybody ever heard that song? My give a damn is busted. Really, yo, give a damn be busted like a mother sucker when you get older, man. Shout out to our brother here, Everett, is in the building. He says, watching you discover the new Mac OS features, and that's a co-sponsor. That's a sponsorship. Yes, that was crazy. I'm That was crazy. This is a code breaker, right? Looking at these OS effects, that was crazy. All right, I updated my computer. Appreciate you. Juan Primera says, um, it comes down to what you said many times that women don't want to sacrifice. They don't want to make that sacrifice. They're not willing to make that sacrifice. And I understand people. I'm in the people understanding business. And no, I don't need no words. I don't need any of that shit. Let me read the room. Let me read between the lines. I can tell you what's going on here. I don't need a whole bunch of time. All right. Think long, think wrong in this mother sucker. Think long, think wrong. <laughs> he said he just don't care. I don't give a fucks about what's going on around here. Ninja, I need moves to make. I'm making power moves. All right, people out here trying to take too much time and put too much trust. Well, let me see if they screw me over. They will. <laughs> they will. All right, anyway, uh, let's see. I guess it's time to get into the day show. Without further ado, is it? Oh, my bad. It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. All right, here we go right here. Let's get some gorditas on the board here. Take a look at this. Ooh, wait, look at that face. All right, hold on for a second. The screen messed up. All right, look at this face right here. She looking a little Selena Gomez in the face. All right, she got her makeup done. I love her hair. Wow, I love long hair. All right, black women are irate right now. But I loves me some long hair, mm, all of that oil in there. She looking very Cartello. All right, let me see what she working with on the body, though. Let me see what she got right here. Woo! Hey, oh! Oh, the humanity. Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, that is probably not what I thought was about to happen. hi yay yi yi chihuahua all right, yeah. Ooh, she looking good. Oh, man, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see it coming. Oh, I did. All right, uh, yeah, I guess I can fall in love. She got a little double chin coming in here. Boy, that makeup, man, I didn't. What in the world? Man, she lost her way. That's for damn sure, boy. She had the face thing going on. The face was facing. The face was giving. All right, but that belly deli was all of that in a bag of chips ahoy. Let me at her. All right, oh man, look at this just Oh the humanity. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> All right, that wait a minute. Is that is that a gordita? All right, that was a gordita here. Uh yeah. Uh let's see here. Uh let, this is more my speed right here. Yeah, this is more my speed. 
can we get these girls out man you got to catch them early right off the damn assembly line right when they cross they they birthday ah uh, yeah come on girls look at that hair look at that hair it's giving who is giving not with the high knee boots get them girls mm, show me what you got show me what you're working with come on come on yeah oh just like show ponies man oh boy i'm objectifying women here show me show me hell yeah Ooh wee oh my 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 yo all right yeah man <laughs> all right that's what i'm talking about man giving <laughs> all right uh otherwise uh did you did you see this skit uh thank you for all thank you all for making our i trust my latina a trend so there's a trend called i trust my latina okay here we go right here did you guys see it on your screen i trust my latina How, what does this mean uh you're gonna get cut now i got to cut you I trust my latina <laughs> I got to turn the music down. Okay. All right. All right. So I guess if you, if you have a Latina girlfriend, Oh, look at that. Jeez Louise. This is terrible. All right. I trust my Latina and look at a white boy even do it. The gringo. Oh my goodness. All right. These girls learn from their abuelas. That's for sure. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Is that what you now I got to cut you? Oh my goodness. Look at this. Oh, I think look at the ceiling fan. This can't work out very well. Oh man. She's not a real Latina. She's not a real Latina. She should be able to throw that damn. <laughs> All right. I trust my Latina. I don't think so. The loyal Latina. Well, she was a semifinalist. Look at this. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible right here. Look at that one. That was pretty good. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we got a, oh, we got some Lick em Low Lovers. We got Lily Lint Lickers playing it, too. All right, check this out right here. I trust my Latina. Wow, damn. From right across the room. All right, from right across the room, man. I tell you what, man. I tell you what. If my Latina did that, I would tell her right now. I wish a nigga would. I wish a Latina would. Right, come up in here and try to throw a chair at me. Oh my goodness, or a chair or a or a cup or a now I got to cut or you. a sandal. All right, man. Watch out what you ask for, ninjas. All right, because I would tell her I will wake up in the morning. She pull that shoe off of her foot. I wish a nigga would. That's what I would tell her. <laughs> All right, that's what I would tell her. Anyway, what do we got here? It's that was already Straggle with Sniggle Theater, but let's get Straggle with Sniggle Theater going. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. All right, Straggle with Sniggle Theater, we ready to rock this show and rock this funky joint right here. Straggle with Sniggle Theater, what do we got here? Hit that like button. Uh-oh. Oh, ninjas, y'all gonna be mad at me. Y'all always gonna tell me I'm stereotyping y'all and I'm fat shaming, I'm salami policing you. But um, this woman here works as a mail carrier. You got to tell me what city she's in. Apparently, this is your girl right here. Look at this sister right here. She's got her mail carrier outfit on. Have no fear. Your mail lady is here. Special delivery. Oh, special delivery. Special delivery. 
Oh, my goodness. Oh, All right, special delivery for ninjas. She says special delivery right up a ninja alley. Look at y'all ninjas. Oh, my goodness. Just. Oh, All right, what are we doing? This is a little too much for the black women. Oh, black. What are y'all doing, sisters? Y'all out here knock need. You out here with that Pudisi just roasting and boiling, just. All right, out here getting fetishized out here. This is a disgrace. All right, who's still hitting? Nasty boys, definitely. Oh, that's nasty. This is definitely in the South. This is definitely in the South. This is definitely in the area of what I call the map. <laughs> or is it the mag? Yeah, it's the mag area. Not MAGA area. It's the mag area. It's either Mississippi, Alabama, or Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Or you can call it the L Mag, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. One of those. One of those. I mean, listen. Woo wee, boy! I tell you, I tell you, there's some good pedussy in there. I tell you. Somebody said Memphis. <laughs> Memphis probably more than likely. All right, she got that barbecue type here. Of course, ninjas, you can't escape the plantation here. Uh, listen to this right here. Here we go. Right here. Hey, black man, I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. Ain't nothing better than a black man to be in this world. If you're a black man, you're a king. You will always be a king. Woo-wee. Ninjas, y'all always, it's always y'all. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. It's always the ninjas. It's always the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. And she already know where her bread is buttered. She already know where her bread is buttered. She already knows. She like. I wish a nigga would. All right. Hey, I'm telling you, there's a black man that has clapped the hell out of her cheeks. Oh, the humanity. There's a black man that came over there and pounded them guts. Oh, the humanity. 100%. (laughs) There's a ninja with six-pack abs that has throttled this and probably skeeted inside the guts. Without a doubt, there's no more denying it, ninjas. There's no more denying it. She sprung. She sprung. There's a tall, light-skinned, and dark-skinned ninja that has throttled them guts. There's no denying it. Y'all denying it. Hey, black man. I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. Ain't nothing better than a black man to be in this world. Oh, my. A black man, you're a king. You'll always be a king. Oh, my Lord, Jesus, ninja. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Oh, my Lord, Jesus. Hey, yo, chill, son. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, hey, man, don't be mad at me, brothers. Y'all be mad at me. 
haven't black men suffered enough no all right this ninja said thank you queen look at this ninja right here caught i'm going wait nasty boy oh that's nasty. nasty boy caught in live action right here all right what did black men do to deserve this yeah what did they do it right here and they will do anything for that too oh my goodness right here okay uh let's see you heard all right, let's see here. Let me see if I catch another ninja simping in here. Let me catch my Jamaican uncle just asked for her Insta. Here's your reparations. All right, look. Ooh-wee. Thank you, baby. Oh, man, this is great. Love you, too. Look at these nasty oh, boys. that's nasty. All right, they love them, Snowbot. She already ate three, five black men. This is crazy. You know y'all want it. You know you want it. All right, here we go right here. Oh, I need to pause the show because your boy, De Niro, Tranquello, came in hot. Lord. I'm rich, bitch. De Niro. I'm rich, bitch. You came in hot. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> Reparations. I'm rich, bitch. One more. De Niro Tranquello, this is a demonstrate, this is to demonstrate the appreciation to CGA from me and all of your followers. You have impacted me in many facets of my life. I appreciate your work ethic and your insight. Your teachings have improved my interactions with women, and I have learned to prioritize what is important. I wish you the best and keep grinding. Much love to the GOAT. Yes, private investigator rubbing their hands right now. That that cute little paralegals in the back of the room watching my show all bored, getting humiliated because I'm ragging on feminists. Now she's like, oh, I can finally count now. Shout out to the pretty paralegal in the back room. Private investigator woke up like, huh, what's going on here? All right, there it is right there. Apply that. to Shout out to you. I appreciate you. All right, paralegal. I hope you got pink toes. I will bust your cheeks. All right, I will bust your cheeks, paralegal. All right, uh, shout out to you, man. Yes, the Juco will be Liddy. Shout out to Denaro Tranquello interrupting the day's show. I'm rich, man. I got money. <laughs> oh, man, shout out to you. My goodness, appreciate you. I appreciate that interruption to the day's show. All right, let's get back to it. Shout out to my brother here, son, husband. 20-year-old son husband here. Let's listen. Can you record this, mom? Record it, record it. Record what, Shahid? I'm in my 20s and still live at home with my mom. Of course I don't pay rent. Are you serious right now? I'm in my 20s and I still live at home with my mom. Of course I tell everybody that I'm saving to move out. But I'm not. You better be. <laughs> I'm in my 20s and I still live at home with my mom. Of course I eat all the snacks in the house and don't replace them. So my mom hides them from me. But... I still find them though. Serious, Shaheed. Stop. That is my. I'm in my 20s and I still live at home with my mom. I'm not recording. One more, one more, one more, one more, one more. I gotta get this last one. I'm in my 20s and I still live at home with my mom. Of course, I get made fun of from people who are struggling, paying bills, living check to check, not knowing what their next meal is gonna be, worried about me and my living situation. Well, you need to be worried about getting that second job. Thanks, my for recording for me. Shane, I 
you are saving your money though, right? You know, you, you better be saving. Mom, can you record? Uh, Pooter Intruder identified. Pooter Intruder for sure. We can definitely say Pooter Intruder up in here. He ain't never moving out. He gonna move his dog in too and watch out for that dog too. Yeah, these ninjas out here. He can go anywhere. He got friends to know. This ninja be at bath houses in the YMCA and he probably got an old white sugar daddy. This ain't a son husband still living at home as ninja. Oh my goodness. Anyway. All right, goodness. All right, anyway. All right, Duke Shooters Unite. They out here. I'm watching this ninja like this. Hey yo, chill, son. Hey yo. Pause. He probably got a good relationship with his mammy. All right. Speaking of his mammy here in a good relationship, I covered this woman before. I really want to cover her and put my hands on her. Her name is Mar Marie. Marie Joe Gordo. Oh my goodness. Is it Marie Joe Gordo? I actually remember her right here. Marie Joe Gordo. Uh, here it is. Teacher arrested by the FBI after making 28 sex tapes with eight grade students. Ninja. Oh my goodness. All right, here we go. Let's see what's going here. Joe Gordo allegedly had sex with her former student. Where? How long? The FBI says they recovered approximately 28 videos. One was over 13 minutes long. Woods showing them near a mirror. Another video appeared to be inside a car. The criminal complaint says it all came to light when a parent went to law enforcement to report her son was engaged in a sexual relationship with his former teacher. This week, a jury indicted Marie Jo Gordo on three counts, saying she enticed a minor to engage in sexually explicit conduct, then produced a visual depiction of such conduct. Conduct that made her the subject of a federal investigation and landed Marie Jo Gordo in jail. When Marie Jo Gordo allegedly had sex with her... Allegedly? <laughs> Marie Jo Gordo? Gordita! All right, I bet she... Did she look like a look... I hope she looked like a good-looking Gordita. All right, this is definitely her making her sex tape right here. She was like, come on, boys, come get it. Yeah, she was like, come get it. I got it. All right, that is, is that Marie Jo Gordo? I have no idea. All right, but that's what she was looking at. This is allegedly one of the tapes. No, I'm just joking. This ain't one of the tapes. She was like, come get it, boys. Ninja's coming off the basketball court, smelling like musty armpits. And this is Marie Jo Gordo to the boys in PE class. All right, she throwing it back. Mm. <laughs> she throwing it back. These teachers are wilding out here. All right, let's go to this one right here. This is a skit. Um, this is a, a creative song, but uh, take a look at this skit, and we'll play the song. Grandma, what kind of plastic bag What kind of plastic What kind of bag What kind of plastic bag is that? What kind of bag What kind of bag What the hell? Ow, ow, ow. Oh, man, thank you. What kind of plastic bag is that? What kind of bag? 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 What kind of
the bag. Celery and cucumbers, celery and bag. What kind of bag? Oh, what, what kind of bag? bag? All right, what kind of bag? Okay. <laughs> I love the internet, man. It allows creative people to actually come out here and make a bag. All right, man. I'm going to tell you, man, because Hollywood and all these weird ass, you know who, record executive ass ninjas. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. And so now people can um, become famous. People can become personalities. People can become what people like me are, which I am basically just, I'm, a, I'm social critiquing people. That's what I do. All right, and we can become out here and get a bag. And so I admire that guy's creativity. He even did the background vocals. What kind of bag? By the way, what kind of bag is that? I'm actually curious as to know how you can actually set a fire on the bag like that. I mean, what kind of plastic bag is that? Ninja, she had a whole fire, man. I tell you, Asian people are resourceful like a mother sucker. That is a plastic bag with fire. Like, what kind of bag is that? I'm actually, that's actually a good point. They lighten the bag on fire. That's one hell of a bag, right? That's, oh, you got the salt in there too. She put a whole fish in that mother sucker. I tell you, thousands of thousands of years. Oh, she's stirring it up. Ninja, hey, we, this is not American plastic. This is not American plastic. What kind of bag? This is a Chinese plastic bag. Grandma, what kind of plastic bag is What kind of bag? What kind of bag? What kind of plastic bag is that? What kind of bag? What kind of bag? Vegetables all in the bag. Fish in the bag. Leaves in the bag. What kind of plastic bag is that? What kind of bag? What kind of bag? That's a hell of a suit. Oh, that song hitting though. All right, yeah. Uh, shout out to the song guy. It's Mope Williams official. On what kind of bag? All right, Mope, uh, Mope Williams official on Instagram. Go give him a like. I think he's a comedian, but they don't make him more funny than me. Shout out to him. I believe he is the guy. And do not copyright me for this song. I know this ninja gonna copyright me. I don't know what kind of bag was that. <laughs> all right, that bit. Hey man, that that music was catchy. I'm gonna start recording some music. All right, I actually have was gonna record and I stopped because I got sued for child support. I was like, they ain't getting my singing money. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're trying to get in sound support. Oh, okay. Well, no song career for me until. <laughs> All right. Anyway, because I know I would have sold a million records. She would have been in court like him sold 995,000 copies. All right. Mm. Right now I sold zero copies. So you can have zero percentage of my music career. <laughs> All right. What kind of bag? Shout out to him right here. Next video right here is a woman. That is going to read a woman's Instagram tweet, uh, Instagram tweet about uh, HPCU confessions. I'll read the tweet just so you can see it. She says, I'm a good girl. I only had sex with four guys my whole life, but I've given sloppy toppy to over 150 
at Howard University. It's barbecue in there. All right. It's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. All right. And so, wow. Okay. Wow. 150 ninjas at Howard University. And this woman's going to react to her admitting she only has four body count, but she's dropped that neck on 150 men. Probably licked Lily linked a couple women too. I'm a good girl. I've only had bang bang for. <laughs> I'm a good girl. I only had bang bang with four guys my whole life. But I've given that throat to over 150. Sis, what are you what trying, are you trying to, say? to say? That your, your cooter, cooter is, is tight, tight, but your esophagus is enlarged? enlarged? Vocal cords are destroyed. 150 meat, sis. That's 300 scrotums. No. If all of them have two nuts. No, no. That's definitely. Did you at least get paid? No. Did you at least get paid? Wow. Damn. Got paid. I got money. She didn't get paid. She did it for fun. <laughs> yeah. 150 ninjas, man. Got they barbecue dress. There's barbecue in there. They got they meat fix by the dorm meat fixer. They got the meat fixed by the dorm meat fixer. That's wild as hell. Okay, what that mouth do? Okay, we have, and that wasn't the woman. She's actually reading a tweet. All right, let's look at what female podcasters are up to. You ever hear a woman? We're going to start our podcast. Please don't. Uh, podcasts are kind of flooded here. We already got this shit going. Um, the celebrities already got you beat. All right. I actually was watching uh, the, this, I can't remember his name. The uh, I shared his videos a couple times. Anyway. Um, he had some women he was interviewing, and at the end of it, um, well, they didn't say it at the end of the interview. She commented on the video on Instagram saying, uh, yeah, we're two black women in Miami, blah, 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 and look out for our podcast that we're going to drop soon. Please don't drop no podcast. We don't need no more broads out here podcasting, all right? We more we need more ninjas out here podcasting. I wish a nigga would. We don't need no more bland, average-looking people podcasting. With your boring-ass podcast. As a matter of fact, let's take a look at what their podcast probably going to sound like here. So I had to choose myself. Because care of yourself is self-care. You got to stand on business. Yeah, so I had to choose myself. Because care of yourself yeah. is self-care. You got to stand on business. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what a female podcast is going to sound like, so I don't have no desire they all kind of sound the same. I don't care if they doing red pill, blue pill, purple pill, uh, yellow pill, gold pill, white pill, black pill. I don't care what it sound like. I don't care if they doing anti-red pill. It all sound the same. Choose yourself. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care about these women in their podcast, please. Please no podcast. That would be good ASMR. And it sounds like she got a mouthful of CGA's meat. Uh-oh. It's barbecue in there. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Hey, ladies, what you going to do when you come over and drop that neck later on today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. 
That's what I thought. That's what you're useful for. But anyway, let's go ahead and go to this one here. Straggle with Sniggle Theater. This woman says, I think women are mistaking wanting to be a trad wife for this. I think women are mistaking wanting to be a trad wife and a stay-at-home girlfriend with just wanting universal basic income. Women are getting on this app and being like, I'm so tired from all this endless labor and minimal reward and these high costs of living. I wish a man would just provide for me. There is a man that should be providing for you. He should be providing for all of us. His name is Joe Biden. Oh, you know, <laughs> I think she got it, man. She finally discovered it. She's been listening to CGA. And I called this. I told you they need a man. And these women are like, we don't have to work. Generation Z had it bad. We need we need provision. We need security. I'll be a trad wife. These women don't, guys. These women don't want to be trad wives. These women want money. <laughs> right? That's what they want. I got money. They want money. <laughs> and they're going to lead us right into universal basic income. All right? Right into handouts. All right? They want monies. That's what they want. All right. I think I'll become a trad wife because I'm tired of working. Oh, not for the love of your children. Not because you want to marry a guy. You want to become a trad wife because you don't want to work no more. Mm. Yeah, bitch. Go see Joe Biden for all that shit right there. Joe Biden got the hookup. I've done some dumb things. <laughs> now I'll do dumb all things right, again. Uh, finally, a female gets it. All right. Finally, a female gets it. They don't. These women don't want to be wives, bruh. They want to not work. I think women are mistaking wanting to be a trad wife and a stay-at-home girlfriend with just wanting universal basic income. Women are getting on this app and being like, I'm so tired from all this endless labor and minimal reward and these high costs of living. I wish a man would just provide for me. Yep. There is a man that should be providing for you. He should be providing for all of us. His name is Joe Biden. <laughs> and that's you. All right, she broke it down really, really easily there. Guys, these women are saying they want to be married. And that's you. They, they don't want it. They want monies. That's all they want, monies, and to work less. All right, that's all they want to do. But anyway, man, that's Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Hello, hello, hello. All right, that's the end of Straggle with Sniggle Theater. I was looking something up and got caught mid outro mid outro but anyway do me a favor hit that like button shout out to our sponsor of the week denaro tranquillo and uh i do have my mixtape coming out i'm not sure what part of the mixtape this is here uh but let me see here let's see if i can uh find my mixtape let me see if i can find my mixtape because i used to sell mixtapes uh but now i'm an mc i used to rhyme for beats I used to rock them tapes. All right, let me see here. I do have a mixtape coming out here. Let's see if this is the one that I can share. Uh, I'll I'll just play the. Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, that ain't it. That's not the mixtape that I want to show you. Where's my mixtape at? Hold on for a second. I'm gonna pull it up here. I'm gonna pull it up. Okay, it's gone. All right, they deleted it. All right, let me see. Where's my mixtape at? They don't have it. Okay. All right. That's not it either. Okay. Here we go right here. We'll play this one right here. All right. This is why I do this. All right. Police rolled hey. up like who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete. Park the creep in Brooklyn streets. It's on ninja. F all that bickering beat. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> The mixtape coming out right now. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, 
Uh, lyrics by Christopher Wallace. Lyrics by Christopher Wallace. <laughs> mm. All right, there was another. There was another one, but they deleted it. Oh man, I had a good one coming up here. I had a good one. Why y'all delete it? I don't see where it is. <laughs> he deleted it. Oh man, I'm actually. Uh, let me see here. There was a better one. Oh, uh, here we go right here. Uh, okay, here we go right here. I got another one. I got another one right here. There we go right here. Let's see. Kings over here. Slim Thug be over here. Shout out to Slim Thug. Tipping on four foes. Wrapped in four Tipping four hoes. And I'm bagging four Blowing on that endo. GameCube, Nintendo. 5% tent so you can't see up in my window. See, these ninjas don't understand me. I'm the boss hog on candy. Top, drop, drive magic with a big... I can't even do that. Shout out to Slim Thug. All right, yeah, 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 ninja, yo, hey. Hey, we we little we mixing it down, you know what I mean? I'm having to master it and mix it down a little bit. I'm getting clearance for the sample. I'm getting clearance for the sample. Don't don't worry, guys. I'll have it all crazy. I'll have it right. <laughs> I'ma have it right. Ninja mixtape coming out, brothers. I had a better one, uh, but uh he deleted it. It was uh when I did uh let's see here. Oh, I can't find it. He deleted it. All right, it's okay, man. It was uh when I did uh push a T. But he deleted it anyway. <laughs> Slim Milk Dud. Hey, we got it, brother. Slim Milk Dud in there, brothers. We got this shit. Wait a minute. Who are you? Hey, we gonna have the we gonna have the CD out. All right, I'm gonna get a copyright, but hey man, clear my samples. Clear my samples. Give me a record deal. I'm a seller. I'm a sell. All right, what are we doing here? Let me get to these super chats. Shout out to our brother, De Niro Tranquello. You came through. I'm rich, man. <laughs> All right, uh, shout out to Love W says, Rough Weed Coach went to a wedding of a friend and he fainted in the middle of singing I'm Ready for Love by India Ari to the bride, your take. Mm. Many men get warnings when they go to their own wedding. Many men get warnings when they go to their own freaking wedding. All right. They get their warnings. And uh, feigning in the middle of singing at your bride, getting emotional, crying. That's all. That is all your body revolting against you getting married. <laughs> all right. That's what it is there. So um, anyway. Or he was standing with his knees, not, his knees locked. Shout out to no government name says, Coach, we need a floating image of Kaylee on YouTube every time you clap. Oh, yes. Evening service tip for the GOAT. Maybe I can get the AI on that. Maybe I can get the AI on that. Because, yes, where's Kaylee at? Kaylee's are great, the clap cheeks. Sorry, where they at? Let me at her. <laughs> right, here we go right here. We got Kaylin. We got Kaylin says, Coach, I didn't know. I didn't think about the Knicks being an overrated franchise, though. They're in the discussion. The Cowboys have been labeled America's team and the roof in their stadium opens so God can see them play crazy. Yeah, Dallas is up there. Dallas has got to be number two. And uh, Jerry Jones, man, is looking at this. He's panicking. He's looking at death around the corner and he needs a Super Bowl before he dies. You know why? Because he's going to, in his last waking moments, he's going to say, I should not have fired Jimmy Johnson. Biggest mistake. <laughs> All right. 
biggest mistake of his life. Shout out to Martin says, Coach, I think it's crazy that you're telling me now that I have to be disliked because I'm 29 years old right now. And when I was 25 years old, I came to that exact realization that in order for me to be successful, that I'm going to be disliked by a lot of people. And for the past four and a half years, that's how I've lived my life. And this is the year that I became a crypto millionaire. And he says, thank you, coach, for everything that you do. I wanted you to know that because of you, my life has improved more than 1,000%. Thank you, coach. Send me out with the you-know-who. New, 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 new and shout out to you out there. We call you Martin. It's not Martin Lawrence, but we'll call you Martin. Guys, I tell you, man, some of these things that we discuss, I know people uh, people are concerned about being liked and loved. They are. And so we're going to break it down for a lot of men. Uh, People-pleasing is a disease. It's a disorder. It's not good for you, although people will try to shame you. Lonely people, people who have a need themselves to, to please other people. We're going to talk about why that's counterintuitive, why most men don't need it. It's not, it's not necessary. Now, acknowledging is always good. Acknowledge me. Right? People being acknowledged, uh, acts of service and all of these love languages and stuff like that. But I think men today, and uh, articles going to talk about, we almost have too much time on our hands instinctively, biologically. We do things easier than we used to, meaning we have grocery storages. We can just go get our food. We don't have food insecurity. We're comfortable. We're not in wartime. Well, we will be soon, or we are now. We're not in wartime. We actually live in secure places. Thus, a lot of the guessing, the guesswork of being a human being has been taken out of being a human being, right? Most of us work in office buildings. Some of us work outside. Some of us work in technology. So we're secure. We're safe. We're not hungry. Most of us overeat. Getting pussy is easy. Some of us want love, and love is almost impossible for most people to get. Getting sex is easier, way easier. And we live in a society that is quite confusing, but we have a lot of things that can satisfy us, which is video games and pornography and uh, just doing things, hobbies. Like things that would be considered a hobby was considered survival. Camping, using firearms, bow and arrows, like that was considered survival. But we no longer have to do those things, so we have a lot of time to sit around thinking about being liked. Right? We can actually get wartime on the, on the video games. We can go to war on Call of Duty. We can just sit up there and drop in the lobby. I don't know what that's called. We can sit in the lobby and drop in on Fortnite. So, yeah, it's all kind of what's happening here. So we spend a lot of time trying to prove our value through people liking us. Okay, through people liking us. And so men will say, hey, women like me, so I'm valuable. Okay, women don't like me, so I'm not valuable. Women on the same thing. Okay, I don't have anyone eternally loving me and paying attention to me. When most of the time they, they didn't have that to begin with for thousands of years, um, even all the way up until uh, the World War II, women didn't sit around thinking about love all day. I mean, they did, but it wasn't even a necessity. People were just trying to survive. All right, once we got into the 70s and 80s, it became something different. Something different. So this is where we have this need, this burden, that we put on other people, which I believe is completely unfair, that they're supposed to serve as a love vehicle for them because people, um, people are dependent. And uh, you got to go back to your, you got to go, I, I go back to my roots. I'm a ruthless, cold-hearted, vicious person, but really I'm productive. 
And uh, we'll break all of that down. I'm I'm about doing shit, really. The love shit, that shit can come and go. And really, I only need to be loved for about 45 minutes, all right? I need you to love what you're doing. Uh, uh, somebody said, uh, uh, somebody pointed out, I'm watching the chat. Uh, it says people with people skills get ahead. Yeah, people, people skills and people pleasing are two different things. People skill and people pleasing. So you're trying to wrap two different things in the one people skills and people pleasing are two different things. So I hope you understand that. I'm not going to break it down now. Maybe if I think about it later, but yes, having people skills, like for me, I'm an introvert. I have low energy for people. I have low energy for people. Really, really, I really only got a minute for you just to hear you. I don't have time to be going back and forth and hanging out. I figure really after 30 minutes, I've got enough of, of an individual. I've got enough of an individual. However, I do have people skills. I'm quite, a, I do have an ability. Uh, I have a ability to talk, express myself, use my words, also entertain, have some comedy. I have a teaching ability. Some wisdom is involved in it. I have a little bit of creativity to present presentation skills and I interview well. I, I have no problem getting jobs and job offers. That's why I'm never really nervous financially. I'm always nervous financially, but I'm never like, I'm going to be out on my ass. I'm always going to make some money. I'm always going to be able to sell something. At the very least, I know I could get a sales job like tomorrow. So with that being said, being that I'm an introvert, but I have a low battery for people, I have a low tolerance for people in the public, socially, um, I, I can use these skills to be able to get what I want, but do not use me as a source of your happiness. Do not use me as a source of your socializing. When it comes to pleasing people and socializing, I have very little patience for that shit. Like even my, my mom's the opposite. She's an extreme extrovert. Right. And she's a caring person. She's the opposite of me. We're complete opposites. And so when she's around, I even have to manage her because she's excited. She she talks loud. She's expressive and she likes to be around people. She talks to strangers in public. I don't even want to deal with strangers in public. I just walk past you. What, what the fuck you want? Why are you bothering me? <laughs> right. When I'm in public, I don't want to talk to anybody. She likes to talk to people and she'll dress people in the line. And, you know, I think it's a violation of people's boundaries. But for her. That's her thing. With this being said, with this being said, those are two different personalities, but one has a, <laughs> I did the peace sign and I got balloons. Holy shit. I did the peace sign and I got, look at this, bro. <laughs> this is crazy. Ay, ay, ay. New, 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 new world order. All right, but um, I like silence. I don't like people talking. I can't even do hand gestures here. But, those are two different personality traits. She has a need to be liked. I have a need to not be liked by people. But that doesn't mean I don't have people skills. I have people skills. And yes, they get ahead. You get ahead. So I don't need have, when I'm in public, I don't even want to be, look, don't acknowledge me. Don't say nothing. Don't ask me for shit. Don't, don't, I mean, say hi and bye. And keep it moving, <laughs> right? You got one minute. You got one minute. All right, so that's how I am. That's how I am because I, I don't have a need to be trying to be validated in public in terms of like, I wonder if these people like me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I don't really don't care. Uh, and that is something that I had little love when I was young. 
I probably worried about it a little bit when I was younger. But as I got older, I really don't care. I just keep it moving. I dip in, dip out of stores. Uh, my neighbors invite me to parties. Um, my neighbors invite me to parties. I do. If you invite me somewhere, I will go just to say I went just so you won't disinvite me to stuff to stuff. All right. So I'll go to your party. I'll stop by your house party. I'll go to your shit, but I'm going to leave early. I'm going to dip out. I'm going to find a reason to leave and I'm probably going to have some Ling Ling lined up, but I'm not staying the entire time. I'm not going to stay to 10, 30, 11, 12. I'm going to show up. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know what I mean? Talk to a couple people, sniggle, and I'm going to get the fuck out of there. And when I leave, I'm not going to even tell you I left. I will go be back. By the time you notice I left, it's going to be either the next day or later on in the evening. I'm going to dip the fuck out, <laughs> right? I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to wait till everybody's distracted looking over there, and I'm going to dip out quietly because, yeah, I don't need to explain myself. I don't need to be like, I got to leave. I got an appointment. Uh, I got to leave. I'm a little tired. Oh, I, my throat hurting. My cat died. I dip early, ghost, and I don't announce it, <laughs> right? Unless people are having swing, unless they get naked or having skinny dip or uh, swinging, let me know. So again, though, but I have people skills, so I'm quite comfortable with those people in those time frames. But I don't have a need to be liked in there. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Half Space Will Travel. Is she a freshman at the university? Well, there's a couple of them out here. How about it, Joe? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, Donda says, for the last video, thanks, Coach, for all the content. Thank you for Donda Marco. Donda Marco. I get it now. Donda Marco. All right, shout out to you. I'm a little slow. Shout out to David G says, sup, Coach? Hit me with that. Where it is. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, the black Bruce Wayne to this ish. Dip out. I'm going to come in dressed. I'm going to have my suit on, and I'm going to come in there. Hey, how's it going? Dip out. Soon as a woman put the bat signal up. All right, I think we got a whole bunch of people here. I got them. So, oh, I'm sorry. Pug Dad says, Coach, clip that mmm, mmm sound. We got it. We got Deshaun Rose, I second at Pug Dad's comment, sound bite for the mmm girls. The um sisters. And by the way, them sisters was looking. Let me see. Let me see what them sisters was looking like. All right. Let me see what these sisters looking like here. Yeah. So I had to choose myself. Mm. Mm. All right. I fold her up. All right. Very rarely do I like short hair cuts, but I fold. All right. With them little ass, mm. ass eyes. All right. I fold. Okay. Mm. I'm folding all three. I bang all three. <laughs> all right. I'm banging all three of them. All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, ladies, if you want to start your podcast, come on over. We could have a whole chocolate vanilla. We got light skin, butter pecan. We got butter pecan. Mm. All right, we got chocolatey pecan. Oh, yeah, chocolatey sister. We got a high yellow ass, all light, bright, almost white. All right, hey, uh, we got an insecure mulatto. All right, yes, indeed. We got them all. We got all the sisters in here. We got all the sisters. The butter pecan skin, Puerto Rican, the insecure mulatto. Light, bright, almost white, and the chocolate is sister. Sister, you been on, on my mind. Yeah, my brother said, jo uh, Josh, uh, Joseph said, wait, so who said Mr. Big? He said Mr. Big, yeah. I'm going to be on my Mr. Bigs. Yeah, look at her with the shimmy. With the shimmy. All of them getting folded. Little chicken cutlet girls here. All of them getting folded. 
He said it's a trap. Gotcha, bitch. All right, anyway, let's get in here. Let's get in here. What do we got here? Shout out to our brother James says, Coach UBI coming via the central bank digital currency. AI will put millions out of work. Well, shiggity. New, 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 new world it's gonna, y'all going to get knocked out of the box in about five years. But I know when people say these things, I know when our brothers say this, and I've been saying this, James, J. James. A lot of you guys think it's going to happen overnight, right? Um, and this is the human uh, condition as to when I say things, you guys think there's going to be a collapse, a colossal calamity, an economic collapse of ex- epic proportion. So when I say things like, oh, feminism is going to cause this, there's going to be socialism, universal basic income, and you think I'm going to tell you the migrants are going to come in, some of them are going to create war. Fra- you guys think everything's going to happen all at once. That's not how it happens because, of course, the people in charge cannot have that because you guys would panic. You guys would panic. You think you're going to just see hundreds of women being homeless and selling pussy. That's not how it works. It's a little bit at a time. Because if you've seen something catastrophic, people panic. So if there is a design, and design doesn't imply a designer, but if there is catastrophe, it's going to be intra, 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 like incremental. It's just going to be a slow shape shift. All right, because a little bit here, people adjust. A little bit there, people adjust so that it feels normal. As people said, it's like the toad in the uh, boiling water. The toad in the boiling water or the frog in the boiling pot, which is somewhat theoretical. But the story is the frog is in the boiling pot and doesn't jump out. Now, if you just had hot water and you threw the frog in it, the frog will jump out, obviously. But if the frog's in a boiling pot, theoretically, and you simmer the water, the frog doesn't jump out. The frog eventually dies because they don't realize that the water's getting hotter underneath them. And that's kind of the human condition. It doesn't have these catastrophes like you're like, coach, you're doom and gloom. Well, it's not going to happen all at once. And then I'm not going to be saying, see, look at this catastrophe. Everything collapsed. It's not going to happen that way. People do assume their new role and uh, then people kind of complain about it. We have a couple of elections and people say what's going on. Uh, amount of videos going on on the Internet is an indication that people don't know what's going on. They're kind of like confused. They don't have answers. Yep, I called it a drip campaign, a drip campaign. Um, um, if you're in sales, a drip campaign means you're hitting people incrementally with emails. Now, if I came on like every hour it hit a person with emails, it would be intrusive. You would recognize it. But if I hit you with an email every two days, every three days, and then every second day, and then you might not be bothered with it. Maybe after a certain period of time, it might become annoying, and you might, let me block this guy. And you might not even block me. Okay, let me put it on mute. Let me block. I might need this information later. You might save it in a folder. But if I hit you with an email every hour, you're going to notice it. So you want people to adapt, to expect this, and then mold themselves around it. That's what I describe in our doom and gloom segment. Yes, a drip campaign. He said a demoralization campaign. That's what's going to happen to us, and we do this. By the way, if you haven't seen it, uh, for you new guys, the 1980s and the 90s was litty. (laughs) right? It is not our years today. What we are in today, it is not what it was 30 or 40 years ago, and even when I was a child, it's certainly not what it was 30 or 40 years ago, and people might call this progress, but I call it Congress. 
wait. Progress, pro, con. What is the opposite of pro? Con. The opposite of pro is con. Pro, progress. Con, Congress. Yes. New, 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 new world order. It's Congress. <laughs> it's Congress. All right. So uh, anyway, let me get back to the show. Who needs to hear that type of information? We're going to be uplifting today. We're going to be uplifting. All right. What are we doing here? Let's go take you to this story right here. We covered this story uh, one before, once before. It is uh, Evander Kane. Quite the interesting conversation here about this guy. Evander Kane is not. <laughs> All right. Evander Kane is not the most likable human being, even amongst his teammates. His teammates for most organizations, uh, they didn't like him, and he's somewhat of a scoundrel, if you understand. But uh, here we go right here. Uh, Evander Kane, he's a hockey player. I don't know who he plays for now. He didn't play for a lot of teams that got traded, and I think he went bankrupt at one point. He had baby mama. He left his wife and supposedly locked her out. It was very ugly, uh, this divorce here. But apparently, Evander Kane's ex-wife gets ejected from the Edmonton Oilers game. Okay, here it is right here. The ex-wife of Evander Kane, the controversial player, attended the Edmonton Oilers game against the Red Wings in Detroit's Little Caesar Arena to mark her birthday. Evander, visibly disturbed by her present, had her escorted out by security. Anna Kane escorted out of the arena at the request of ex-husband. During the Red Wings game, Anna Kane was removed from the arena after sharing Instagram photos of her at the arena. Evander Kane asked security to get her out of the building due to a restraining order from Kane after a messy divorce. And here's Anna Kane says, no face, no case. Need 15 security to walk me out because your, your Disney is so little. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. And so now, ma'am, why are you here? You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing yourself. So now you're saying his little, his little cocktail weenie out here. It's barbecue in there. He penetrated you. He got the pudussy. This is the woman right here. That claiming out here, manufacturer Becky, right? Manufacturer Becky. All right, there she is right there. She all pissed. And this is, remember we talked about this. Somebody said, remember that goofy uh, uh, slack jaw earlier today? Women move on from their divorce. Men don't. And this is a prime example. No, they don't. Women do not move on from divorce. And men move on. To, if men were not being sued like crazy, they would easily be able to move on from the divorce. It's women that carry on this bullshit. What does she have? The She had no business in there. And she knew she had a restraining order. But this piece of trailer park trash, all right, is out here trying to embarrass him. And she even had more to say. Here she is. So little homie had to hop off the ice, check his finsta to see that it's me, then cry to the security. Happy birthday to me. Today was fun. All right, and there she is right there. Sad, mopey, dopey ass. Sad, delusional ass. Not ability to move on ass woman here. Here we go. All right, and though she's trying to play cool and calm, as you can see, she doesn't have the ability to move on. All right, and here she is stuck like Chuck, all right, with her fake titties right there, them some falsies right there. You know, the white girls don't be having healthy titties like that. Not with that little body fat. All right, not with that little bit of body fat. All right, she going to need some big-time arms to be carrying them loads right there. 
All right, but something that just don't care if it's uh, falsies. I'm not a big fan of falsies. Both don't. All right, they're nice if they're realistic. That's pretty unrealistic. Later, she shared another photo from a bar, clearly after having a few drinks. Of course. I knew he was going to do something. What? You have a restraining order. He was so mad. I think he has little poo-poo in his pants when he saw me. He had a little shark for real. <laughs> like, this is what we're doing. Evander Kane, it says right here, has a restraining order. She violated it. She's committing a crime. She's committing a crime. She also has this to say. So I'm going to tell you a story. So I, I had a card, Michigan license. I'm not going to show the... I'll show this. <laughs> she about to give her whole uh, address away. Raspy voice thought. Raspy voice thought. Fake blonde hair too. Uh, all of this shit. She a fakie. She's a fakie. All right, a whole clown. She's basically could be an escort here. She about to give her whole identity away. Drinking her life away in misery. Where's that goofy guy that said women adjust to divorce and men don't? This is clear. Right, here we go right here. She clearly can't move on. So I had my Michigan license with my unmarried name that I showed to the security. Because your girl came losing diamonds. I don't give a fuck. She came prepared for the hater. The hater. Ma'am, how long have you been divorced? I, this divorce saga has been at least going on for two years. She's been going on this divorce for at least two years. And now she's talking about she came with some diamonds and she snuck by security and called you, called the guy the little hater. And he's playing NHL hockey for his 15th team at this particular point. As far as I know, he's played for the Sharks, the Bruins, the, the, uh, the, the, the cotton picking uh, Hartford, Connecticut Whalers at this point. All right, uh, here we go right here. I knew he was going to do something. He was so mad. I think he had a little poo-poo in his panties when he saw me. He had a little shirt. <laughs> oh. He had a hot... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, goodness. It's sad, man. This is sad. She going outside. The Kane's marriage, uh, it says right here, in 2018, quickly turned for the worst, leading to a heated legal battle and multiple... Um, mutual accusations after a long battle Evander ended up with the custody of the child what a shock all right am I shocked he's a pro hockey player and he ended up with custody take a look at the woman this is not a shock okay he ended up with custody of the child I covered the story when it happened but I can't remember what happened Anna recently reactivated her Instagram account after leaving the platform for a while. The motive behind Anna's actions remain unclear. Well, she's broken woman. She seems to be living in Michigan after she mentioned a Michigan driver's license with her maiden name in the video. And there she is in the Mercedes G-Wagon G63 escaped. Is that his, is that his G-Wagon that you're following? Escape with the middle finger up. This woman is broken. This woman is broken. It says right here, considering the restraining order, it seems like she shouldn't have come to the Oilers hockey game in the first place. As seen on Hockey Patrol, Kane's ex-wife escorted from the arena by security. Oh, man. Sad to see that this broken-ass woman will be out here and her kids are being embarrassed and tortured by her continuing to do shit like this. And she a criminal. Mm. 
and she probably broke. That's why she coming back. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Stalky. Dead, flat, stony broke. Yeah. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Well, here's the deal. First of all, she's broke. Second of all, this is the only way she can get attention is by negative attention. All right, this is what happens. She's, she's going to get your attention whether it's positive or negative. Remember, women cannot balance whether the attention is positive or negative. At some particular point, they'll just get attention. All right, and so if the attention that she grabs from him is negative, she don't give a fuck. She already goofy. She already broken, and she's never going to recover. So she'll grab at negative attention, and this is the way to do it by committing a crime. And she's committing a crime. I think there's a video of her getting kicked out. Let me see here. Vander Kane uh, kicks out wife. Let me see if I can find that video. This is right here. Uh, that's the throne from the game. Let me see. I should say house. All right. She, he, he basically, uh, let me see. He locked the door. Okay. All right. All the new articles are coming up, of course. But I think what happened was he got a new girlfriend and had her thrown out of the house. She came back from a trip. And, um, what happened was he came back from a trip or she came back from a trip and she was locked out of the house. So then she took the social media to say, well, he locked me out of the house. He, he locked me and my daughter out of the house. Okay, he didn't lock you out. He basically kicked you out, evicted your ass, and he won on that one. But by the way, other uh, issues with Devander Kane, he actually um, was been accused of tanking games for profit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the accusation that he had a gambling profit. Yeah, that's what kind of, oh, he went bankrupt, by the way. I think he went bankrupt, and no disrespect for him disclosing this. This is all public information. All right, but... um. He, he did lose a lot of money. He got a lot. Of, he made a lot of money and lost it because of a gambling problem. And he was accused of actually throwing games. Uh, it's hard to prove. That's him with the San Jose Sharks. But um, that's hard to prove if he was throwing games. But people have insinuated that that's. So he's definitely controversial. He's a controversial individual, even with this crazy ass zooted uh, methany, crystal methany. So um, anyway, he said them parlays was kicking his ass. I think he had made quite a bit of money. And then, you know, uh, yeah, he lost quite a bit of money here. There's the woman here, Anna Kane. She definitely on her, she definitely on her flatback supreme here. She a good looking woman, but she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But I think she was the one to acknowledge it. I think, oh yeah. So she was the one to say that he was throwing games. All right, so here's uh, here's the woman here. Can someone ask Gary Bettman, who's the commissioner of the NHL, how they let a player gamble on his own games, bet and win with bookies on his own game? So <laughs> there you go right there. So the accusation was actually supported by the ex-wife. By the way, by the way, never, ever take information, consider like never take information from an ex-wife as accurate. They always have ulterior motives, and they're never going to say, well, he was a good person, but. So the ex-wife was pushing the narrative that that he might have been allegedly betting on his own games. She's a piece of shit. She's a human piece of shit. All right, anyway. All right, she's, she's not the best person. I'm going to tell you that right there. Let's get on with the next part of the show. Man sues 27 women. All right, this is interesting. A bite back from the Me Too movement. There's the guy right there. His probably name, his name is Chad Roan. Man sues 27 women over negative review 
in Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook group calling him clingy and a ghoster. This is this is something I've actually considered here. And it says a man is suing dozens of women for $75 million after they wrote negative reviews on the private Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook group describing him as clingy, claiming his reputation has been harmed. Everything we know need to know is in the link in the bio. So we, we do have the link in the bio right here. And it says right here, it says right here, his name is Nico D'Ambrosio, age 32, said his name and photo were shared on the private Facebook page, according to the lawsuit filed in the North District of Illinois. He is suing 27 women, saying he's been subjected to defamation, doxing, and an invasion of privacy. Wow. Somebody said I called it a long time ago. Yep. And, um... Let me read a couple of things here, and I'm going to tell you my thoughts on this. It says the defendant broadcast their outrageous, cruel, and malicious lies about the plaintiff with knowledge that the statements were false or with reckless disregard of whether or not they were true, the complaint states. In addition, a man and Facebook parent Meta are named in the lawsuit. He tried to get his money. The social media page describes itself as a community of red flag awareness group uh, across the country where women empower each other and keep others safe from toxic men. The lawsuit claims that the page has subgroups across the country that allow users to attack the character of men that they meet online. Thousands of men have been potentially defamed by members of the group via their social, uh, these online publications and remain extremely and entirely unaware of the attacks on their character as a result of the social media group's private status and heavily moderated members list, the suit claims. In his complaint, D'Ambrosio says the defendants made false... Okay, we already got that already. And these men uh, have dated them. He alleged that the post led to personal humiliation, mental anguish, and suffering, emotional distress, stress, anxiety, and lost earnings... And it says in the filing, he said he met a woman at a cultural event in Chicago, Chicago, and they had consensual sex that same night. She gave up the treats. Afterward, the pair went on a few unremarkable dates, and they never engaged in an exclusive dating relationship. So he pumped, but not really dumped. It said the women then allegedly posted on the Facebook group saying D'Ambrosio became very clingy very fast, flaunted his money, and kept talking about how I don't want to see his bad side, especially when he was on business calls. Man, these bitches can't keep no secrets. These women, cannot keep, they cannot keep any secrets. Uh, Facebook or Meta is going to have to pay up for this, and they're probably going to have to really uh, monitor these, these little pages. Let me see if I can find it right there. Uh, it says right here, she also allegedly published photos of him. Several women comment on the post claiming that they've had similar experiences. I went out with him a few years ago and uh, he told me what I wanted to hear until I split with him and then he ghosted. I'd steer clear, says women. He also posted here before. He's been posted here before. The poster said he sent her a slew of text messages calling her names because she didn't want to spend the night with him. Of course, guys. I actually told you that women do this. They're very, very disingenuous in the dating marketplace claiming. What is this bra on my damn screen here? 
Oh, that's because I Google sports bras today. Uh, women don't fight fair in the dating marketplace. Uh, many people have think have said that people should dating apps specifically should have a feature in where people can rate other daters. But I would say that would lead to something that actually has happened where um, I can't remember what they called it. They called it a certain term, but people were grading people negatively on purpose to prevent them from dating. And we know how women play with dating and men. I don't listen. I don't date around with men. So I have no idea. Men do act like uh, Mitch's as well. But here we go right here. This is another indicator that women do look to sabotage the reputation of men and they would not play fair in the rating system. They would not play fair because if they don't get their way, if they don't get a relationship and they gave up the guts, they're going to rate him low. Even though they probably had a split personality, they had issues themselves. Women never acknowledge the issues that they have. So this is an example of how rating men and women on dating apps would be a disaster. Somebody actually asked me that one time. Like they were like, they should, they should actually have, uh, have the ability to rate people on dating apps. I'm like, no, you do not want people giving you stars. And do you realize what that would do to people? People would actually be messed up. Um, yeah, there's too many retaliation efforts and witch hunts. There would be, this would be a disgrace. Was it called dating retaliation? There was something else it was called, um, um, but yeah, uh, people were talking about this maybe about two years ago. And I'm like, no, this is, yeah. People will be posting revenge prawn videos, screenshots of text messages, fake ones. It's actually crazy. So watch out for this type of thing here. And um, this is why you kind of got to move a certain way when you're dealing with women, even um, when you're rejecting them or ignoring them, even when you pump and dump in them, you know what I mean? Even pumping, dumping them can come with some risk. You don't even know you're being discussed over there. All right, they're doing your video. And then you're sending them salami pictures. They're posting it on private message boards. That's crazy. Mm. And that's what happens when you. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? Right. This is what happens when you have promiscuity, when you have free uh, women's liberation sexually. Because they want liberation sexually, but they want to punish men. Isn't this called slut shaming? Wouldn't this be slut shaming? Wouldn't this be victim blaming? You're slut shaming the guy, right? Because y'all all getting pumped and dumped by the same hat to the back Chad guy. And of course, all of them going up there, striking out against the Chad. Where's the, where's the picture of the ninja? Yep, hat to the back Chad, Chad Jr., Chad Light. <laughs> all right, Chad Light, and he out there smashing and dashing, and they upset calling him clingy and ghosting and all of this stuff. That's just sad, brothers. And I hope he wins this lawsuit. And uh, if anybody got me up on these message boards, let me know. I can use some money. Ninja, I'll sue somebody is too. I'll sue YouTube up in this mother sucker. I got money. <laughs> all right. Uh, when you're doing this, make sure. Uh, you got to be really specific. Do not mention people by names. Do not put pi pictures and videos up of people. Even in my situation, I talk about a person in reference as a general reference. I never mention a name. I never mention a location. I never mention where, what, what type of person, name. I never mention any of those things because, yeah, you can get got. <laughs> you can get got. So I always say this is the person, but you never. I never say who it is exactly. I never mention these things. You got to be careful because people on the Internet are funny as a mother sucker. All right, men on the Internet for sure are some funny-ass ninjas. 
All right, they be go looking for ninjas, for sure. As soon as they come back here trying to talk to me, I'll be like, Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got for them ninjas. All right, I'll be looking at them like, I'll be looking at them like, I wish a nigga would. And if you keep on talking, I'll be hitting you with that. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> People on the internet are weirdos. All right, last video, and then we're going to do the Super Chats and get into the main event here. Main event coming up here. Check this video out. It says, what's a scene that you replay for your wife because it's so relatable? What's a scene that you replay for your wife because it's so relatable? Check this out. So we got Hat to the Back Chad, and we got a really long-haired Ling Ling. A really long-haired Ling Ling, all right, looking like Cousin It back there. All right, I like long hair, but sometimes it's too long. All right, a scene that replays, that you replay for your wife because it's so relatable. What's a scene that you replay for your wife because it's so relatable? Life is plenty hard. You don't need to help it, you hear me? You say that make life harder. Every day. What's a scene that you replay for your wife because it's so relatable? Life is plenty hard. You don't need to help it, you hear me? <laughs> You say that make life harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's every wife right there. That's every wife. He said, "Life is hard. Life is plenty hard. You don't even. You don't need to make it harder." I, I actually was just talking about this the other day. Yeah, when I talked about competitive women and women who keep score, like you out here struggling and striving, you out here getting beat to death by institutional racism, sexism. Feminism, you got to shut up. You can't be yourself. You can't be a man. Ninja, you can't manspread, mansplain. You can't wear a man merce. You can't wear mandals. We out here fighting the world. People try to pray and pray on our downfall. Assassins trying to kill us. And then you come home to a, a, a empty vessel woman that wants to make your life harder. Yes, honey, you make my life miserable when I come home. Be a place where I can come home and decompress. I, as a matter of fact, we do have a Ling Ling that wants to talk about this. She want to put a few words in as to how she makes her husband's life. All right, here we go right here. Let's get it right here. Here we go. I have to make his penis hot, not his life. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's very valid. Yes. Yeah. Make his dick hot, not yeah. his life. Yes, indeed. So he will make your pussy wet, not your eyes. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, baby, I, I'm with it. I know this is not your day, but, baby, you hit a home run out here. Ladies, listen up. They trying to tell you how to make it work right here. This Ling Ling got it, all right? You figured it out. I know you lying, though. I know you lying, baby. Uh, let Hey, let the ladies hear it again for the men, for the ladies in the back. I always try to make his penis hot, not his life. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's very valid. Yes. Yeah. Make his dick Hot, not his life. So he will make your pussy wet, not your eyes. Oh, always yes, ladies, 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 take the Ling Ling. This is why Ling Ling won our contest the other day. Because <laughs> I will clap. That's it. Ladies, that's simple advice. I've been giving you simple advice to win. Women don't listen. I'm like, just be quiet. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> Takeout Thursday is on a Tuesday. We supposed to be honoring the Gordita. All right, I'll give you a Gordita. All right, I'll give you a Gordita. All right, where's our Gordita of the day? All right, did I give y'all one? Okay, I'll give you one right here. 
Where is it at? Hold up for a second. Right here. Stare to see. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. (laughs) No, I cannot. (laughs) Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Yeah, it's more than the 10 fingers. It's Tuesday, man. We can't let Ling Ling take over Tuesday. It is not takeout Tuesday. But we got to get our girls in, our gorditas. Yes, I'm not going to lie. 260, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, uh, anyway, I'm going to need Alabama, I'm going to need uh, uh, Arkansas Ninjas to jump in here with the pig suey. Okay, what do we got here? Let's do the Super Chats. We're almost at the main event. Hit the like button. Thank you for staying so long. Deshaun Rose says, shout out to my Detroit Red Wings. Shout out to y'all. Bread and Butter says, I'm suing all my gorditas for catfish drama. Uh-oh, not on a Tuesday. He says, fixes my LLC. Hitting the Forbes list this year. Free agent lifestyle for life. Oh, yes, it is. Every time I say fixes my LLC, all right, there's a paralegal that's probably looking up to see if I own it. <laughs> all right. They're like, I got it. They're actually trying to uh, flood 50 states trying to find if I own an LLC called Fixes Binds. They out here miserable trying to find. They're like, we're going to find it. They're going to be in court. He has, a, he has a business called Fixes Binds LLC, and all the money goes to his mother. Kaylin mm. <laughs> says, women should be allowed to have their own perspectives on life and relationships. They'll just have to settle for being wrong all the time. Yes, we, we welcome the women talking. The ladies, y'all want to share. They want to share. <laughs> all right, they want to share all of their information here. They, they like to talk, man. But they don't realize every time they talk, they actually make themselves look worse. It's an LLC in Texas. All right, I, I don't own it. Well, I'll let y'all do the groundwork. Keep looking for it. Keep looking for it. All right, shout out to Maryland guy says, I finally got your books on audiobook and Aaron Clary's new book. Can't wait to read all three of those. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, Maryland guy. Maryland guy's in here. Maryland guy's in here. Uh, he also says, uh, you see where the CDC is recommending masks now, not only for COVID, but also flu and RSV now. Oh, boy, what is RSV? I don't even know what that is, but new, 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 new world order. apparently there's a disease X bill going around. Did you guys see that? I don't hate to be doom and gloom right now, but there's a bill called disease X. All right. It is in Congress right now. That means it sounds like, let me see if I can pull it up. I think, let me see if I can find it. Uh, health bill. I'm sorry. HR three. This is on the government's website. This is on the government's website here, right here, the government. This is public information. New, 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 new world order. Let me see here. I don't know what it is. I'm just asking right now. I'm just asking. Disease X of 2023 through 2023 and 2024 for the 118th Congress. What is this? What is disease X? What is that? Mm, new, 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 new world order. 
All right, the act may be cited as the Disease X Act of 2023. This is, of course, for the uh, Section 319LC4 of the Public Health Service Act, and it is amended right here. What, what, what are we doing here? What the is all this shit? Disease X. Preparing for Disease X. This is on the World Economic Forum page new, right here. New, new, new world Allegedly, prepare, preparing for Disease X. The date, January 17th. 2024 holy ma- what in the new, new 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 world order with fresh warnings from the world world health organization that an unknown disease x could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus pandemic what novel effects are needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenges ahead by the way this is on the world economic forum website am i tripping or nah am i tripping I'm making it up. I'm making it up. I mean, it's right there. It's right there. I see it. I see it. New, 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 new world order. Uh, right in time for the election. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I don't know, man. Listen, I'm just an inquisitive person. I just ask shit. You know what I mean? I look up weird shit. People share weird shit to me. I don't know. What is it? <laughs> all right here we go right here even bloomberg's on it so i don't want to hear no shit all right i don't want to pay for nothing even bloomberg says what is disease x how scientists are preparing for the next pandemic what is it disease x all right i don't know new 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 new, new world order hey man it is what it is <laughs> all right it is what it is man yo it says china population extends Historic decline as COVID deaths surged. Okay, I don't know what that is. That's breaking news on the on the on the thing here. All right, hey man, <laughs> right there. I don't know, man. You 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 feel that you connect the dots. I'm just here to entertain. I'm here to edutain. All right, did I get everybody? Did I get everybody? You heard it here first. Some of y'all done heard it here first, and I don't want to hear shit. You're gonna be like, you're not Coach Adamus, and then. I'm going to say point to my video, January 16th. It's going to be something, so get prepared. We got Macaroni Tony. The title of this stream got ninjas, chest tight, and face scrunched up. This is about to be a gut check. One, he says, on the line gassers until we pass out. Oh, man. People are going to have hurt feelings on this next conversation. Dame Digital says the totalitarian (laughs) tiptoe. I like that one. The totalitarian tiptoe. Chan says Trump with 51% of the Iowa caucus. Oh, they're going to find a way, Ninja. They got this shit in the works. Okay, that was going to be an easy one. Principi says the best edutainment in the business. Shout out to you, Coach Gang. The disease X sounds created by the you-know-who. I don't I'm know. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. New, 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 new world order. All right. Get ready for disease X. Ninja's going to be. <laughs> it's just about to be choked out. All right, that might be. It ain't going to be me. It's going to be y'all ninjas. Get your masks out. Get your masks out. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Yes, we got it, brothers. We celebrating out here. We celebrating out here. All right. Hold up. Where is it at? Where is it at? All right, hook them horns. Where is it at? All right, here, here, here. 
Right there. Where is it at? Give it to me. I can't get it. They don't want it. How do you want it? Okay, they're not giving it to me now. All right, hit the thumbs up. Where's my hearts at? The camera's trying to figure it out. Where's my hearts? Thumbs up. We love you. We love you. I can't get it. My heart sucks, though. <laughs> there it is right there. There it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hook'em Horns was supposed to be one of them. I don't know what it is. That's the new world. Hey, too sweet. Too sweet in the in here. Too sweet. New, 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 new world. All right. We'll just have to deal with this one. Oh, man. Is it, is it one? What is the one piece sign? There we go. We get balloons. We get balloons. All right. Anyway, my heart sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, I don't know how to do my heart. I need a white girl. White girls be like heart. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, horns down. Oh, it's, that's not it. I don't even know. What is it? All right, ninjas is like, hey yo, chill, son. Hey yo. All right, here we go. Uh, let's get to the main event. All right, ninjas' hearts gonna be hurting today. Give up the need to be loved. All right, I'm gonna show you that there's scientific data to this. There's a pseudopsychology community that is actually talking about this. People have looked at this. This is something from an old man to some youngsters. I'm gonna let you guys know, the need to be liked is not always the best. People-pleasing actually gives you less from life, and we do try to use love as a way to shame people, as to say you're not loved, so you're less than, or you cannot find love. You're going to be lonely. We, we, we compare these things. We put these things together, but uh, many times people cannot become who they are because they don't have the courage to be disliked. Now, I have great courage to be disliked. I've been a manager. I've been attention. I've gotten attention from a lot of people. I've managed people. I've been successful. I failed. So when I've actually came, became the free agent, one of the things I had to really put away is being liked. All right? Even when I was managing, I knew that being liked was of least important, like especially all the time. Like people may want to make decisions, and they don't want to be Disliked. Even women have this problem because they don't want to be seen as a bitch. They're going to be called a bitch if they're bossy, if they don't, don't care if people like them. Sometimes it can get to you and you can have a breakdown because you're always trying to manage people and make the best decision for the group as opposed to the individual. And they say if people aren't hating or criticizing you, you're doing nothing. So I've arrived at this point of my life even before this, but I've arrived at this point where being liked and loved is of minimal um, there's minimal return of investment for that. I need to produce. And this goes with friends and families and all of this. Friends and family. They also say, never share your problems with people because they either are going to uh, sympathize for you or they're going to like the fact that you have problems. There's a quote related to that. I forgot to pull it up. But the courage to be disliked. And then when this happens, uh, people say, well, certain cultures... They struggle with this. There's depression and anxiety and all these things. But being disliked is actually a good thing. And we're going to show you why. Where is my slide here? All right, so this is from, I believe here, quoting. Um, I, listen, <laughs> I want to quote this. This is a pseudo-psychology right here. Let go of the need to be liked. Let go of the need to be liked. 
Letting go of the need to be liked. A couple of weeks ago, I was inspired to create a short video to help people let go of the need to be liked. You can check it out on my Instagram. Anyway, needing to be liked is something that I struggle with. And of course, women have this bad. And sometimes it prevents me from trusting myself or being authentic because I sim- I'm simply pleasing people. When you are worried about what other people think or worried that they don't like you or what you're doing, it prevents you from relaxing to be yourself or genuinely connecting with others. Okay? That shouldn't have been a buzzer. But listen to this. When you're worried about what other people think of you on a constant basis, it prevents you from connecting with real authentic people because you're worried about being liked by people who really don't give a fuck about you. Okay? Or they're really not putting anything back into you. And you're thinking that by them liking you, they're going to pour into you. But it's the opposite. And I'm going to show you here. There's another quote right here related to this. And people, uh, fear of rejection and people pleasing. I want you to listen to this right here. Let me see if I can find a paragraph. Oh, shit. I can't find it. (laughs) All right. It says right here. It says right here. Where is it at? Okay, here it is right here. Uh, This is from this. uh, How to unlearn your need to be like. How to unlearn your need to be like. It's human to want to be like. So let's just phrase it like this. It's very human for people to uh, like you, right? You want other people to like and accept you and not reject you. So we're not saying to be inhumane. But it says right here, our brains haven't caught up with the fact that we're not defending ourselves from wild animals anymore. So we continue to people please. In other words, we are hardwired to seek acceptance and avoid rejection. This is why people don't cold approach anymore. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. And as Beyonce learned firsthand, it can keep us from unlocking our full potential. Okay. Um, We cannot unlock our full potential. Uh, We're going to use pseudo psychology today. It says right here, according to psychology today, our need to be liked can keep us from doing things that matter to us. Our need to be liked keeps us from doing things that matter to us because we're, we're trying to get people to accept us. For instance, you like video games. You want to pop on the video game, but there's certain people in the manosphere, certain people on the internet that say video games are a waste of time. Men, grown men shouldn't be playing video games. You might want to collect action figures. I collect toys from the 80s. I collect toys from the 80s, but people will see that as immature, but you like it. Now, since you want people to like you, you'll do less of the things you like, right? You, you won't play video games. Well, I shouldn't want to play video games because I'm a grown-ass man. Play video games. We live in a culture where video games are everywhere. Women play video games and Candy Crush and Word games on their phone all day long. Is that considered video games? No, it's only considered video games when I strap up and I want to play Madden or NBA 2K. When they're playing Candy Crush and they little word for friends, it's not video games. It only is when you want to enjoy yourself where people say, oh, you shouldn't like that. You should like me telling you you shouldn't like that. As long as it's not damaging to you, what do, they, what do you care? You shouldn't care about it. It says right here, it also prevents you from trying new things. The need to be like prevents you from trying new things. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Have you ever heard people say, Have you ever heard people say, that's white people shit? Mm. Have you ever heard that? Oh, you like white people shit. 
Oh, you like that? Oh, that's white people. White people do that. If you grew up as an African-American, shout out to Donald Trump here. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you've done stuff that doesn't fall into the area of hip-hop, smoking spliffs, listening to bebop, all right, uh, walking down the street, all right, living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed, playing Madden. If you do anything outside of a small thing, right, or whatever this small thing is, if you do anything out of these eight things, they will consider you doing something that is not indicative of the group that you look like you represent, okay? So if you skateboard, if you ski, if you water ski, if you go on vacation, if you camp, if you save money, <laughs> right? If you don't like fat black bitches, I'm not flat black women, right? If you don't like overweight black women, women with big over, overdeveloped booties that never existed 20 years ago. If you don't like, if you do something camping, if you go hiking up the mountain, mountain biking, you don't play football, you play lacrosse, you're automatically on the not like list by a massive group of people. So what will happen is you will be, you will less likely be able to participate in these things even though you like it. You won't play golf. You won't even buy a firearm. All right. Oh, I'm not supposed to like guns because ninjas and guns are dangerous. Oh, you like guns? Automatically, they're going to paint you as, oh, well, you, you know, you'd be out there shooting with the white people. So, yeah, you talk white, you look white, you read books, you read. That's what white people do. You ride horses. <laughs> right? It's crazy. So, um, this is a, this is what it is. You're giving up the things that you want to do and pursue because you have a need to be liked. So, you're least likely to try new things. Even when you try it, People try it and they're not, they're, not in, they're not genuine about it. So they'll make fun of it when they try it. And they'll act like they don't like it when they try it. So in order to be liked by the group, I got to make fun and I got to do this. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer, when he talked about going skiing in his church shoes, I got to make fun of it. Even when I go to do it, I got to act like, oh, I don't like this shit. All right, when, when, when you're just trying to get um, validation from the group, Right, the, the, the type of shoes you wear. And we are all guilty of this. And what else is the need to be like dude? And of course, it leads to stress about meeting expectations, right? Okay, I got to have people like me. I got to listen to this type of music. I got to have this type of behavior. All right, I'm 30 years old, so I should be doing this. Well, there's no say what you should be doing per se, as long as it's healthy. As long as it's healthy, let's take you to this article right here. People pleasing. All right. You may have a friend who pushes aside his need to accommodate the needs of everyone else. The people pleaser needs to please others for the reasons they may that it may include fear of rejection, insecurities, the need to be well-liked. If he stops people pleasing and pleasing others, he thinks everyone will abandon him 
He will be uncared for and unloved. What do we hear? Your kids aren't going to take care of you. Who's going to take care of you? You're going to die alone. We hear this from men and women. Okay. Um, you're, you're like 25 years old. You say you don't want to get married to have kids. They say, well, who's going to take care of you when you get old? What the fuck are we talking about? My Filipino nurse. Well, nobody's going to love you. Who loves you? And so this, this, this insecurity about love and like, to me, is harmful more than it is beneficial. Much of it is in scarcity or scare tactics. The fear of being rejected, the fear of being alone. And you really want, uh, if you move from one city to the other, you leave all your friends. Oh, man, what are we going to do? You're going to leave me? You're not going to make friends in your new place. Oh, yes, I will. I've moved so many times. There's going to be people that you mess with. Okay. There's going to be new people in new places. It says right here, or he may fear failure. If he stops pleasing others, he will disappoint them. When he thinks what he, which, which I'm sorry, which he thinks will lead to punishment and negative consequences. The tendency to please is related to dependent personality disorder. New, 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 new world. Uh, watch out for codependency. Um, I actually watch out attachment dependency are things that I run from. If I find that a person gets attached to me fast, I immediately try to break it off. I try to slow them down because there's no need to be attached to me that fast. Like when we're talking about dating and women, if they immediately attach to me that quickly, I find that to be a red flag as opposed to, wow, she really likes me because there's something going on there. I'm not that big of a likable person. All right. And I probably haven't done much. I might've hit that bottom, but I ain't even hit that bottom really good yet. I only, I only had sex with you three times. I haven't got to that bottom yet. So why are you automatically jumping on top of me and attaching to me and wanting to see me more? I always try to curb that ability to do that. Meaning I make myself less available to them. I don't ghost them. I just start making myself less available, meaning they just jump in. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Friday. Oh, no, you can't have my Friday. I'll see you in a week or two. Let that shit calm down. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I ain't that good of a person, bro. Ladies, I'm not that good of a person. Do not attach to me. <laughs> Somebody said El Guapo. I'm not that good of a person. And you don't have to see me that much. So um, I don't care what the person looks like. But I think that's a dependency disorder that they have where they're dependent on the person or they are following some sort of fantasy or they're putting expectations onto you that you cannot meet. And I think that ultimately leads in disappointment. And I always tell people, I'm going to disappoint you because I'm not going to put into you what you think I should based on whatever we're doing. I'm going to disappoint you. So I put that expectation out first. So they know that they're going to be disappointed. It's similar to when women say I'm crazy. Listen to them. I want people to listen to me. I'm going to disappoint you because you're not going to be a priority for me as you might believe you should be. I'm going to disappoint you. Because I'm really into my shit. I'm into my space. I'm into my privacy. I'm, in, I'm into my peace. And I'm into a piece of pussy too, but. <laughs> that will not. That, that, that your need for the connection with me is not going to be reciprocated. It's not. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, uh, anyway. Let's get back to the next one. And uh, it says right here, midlife. 
He says, set the bar low, for real. He says, midlife, time to stop worrying about being liked. This is for men out here, for real. This is for men. Man, um, and this doesn't mean, this doesn't mean to be mean. Because I'm likable, but I'm upfront with my boundaries. And if you violate the boundaries, I will remind you that I warned you. Okay, I warned you I'm going to disappoint you. I warned you that I'm not going to kind of meet you where you are. Although we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm not going to start doing things the way you do them with other people and then put that expectation on me. I'm, I gave you boundaries. You're violating the boundaries. So um, this is important for men. Your boundaries are more important than being liked. Trust me, if you're managing people, you want to be successful, your boundaries are way more important than people liking you. Doesn't mean you're an asshole with it, though. Now, although I can be kind of, ass, uh, uh, kind of an asshole. We're not going to read all of these, but we're just showing you that it's definitely something that people grow into. Stop wanting to be liked. Stop wanting to be liked. I mean, there's a bunch of articles and stuff, people talking about this. This is a game changer. By the way, most leaders don't care about being liked. Not to a greater extent, not to the extent that most normies, people who aren't leaders, who are followers, who are ham and eggers, who, people who work and they have to be told what to do, they want to be liked. Men, people who are leaders, they don't need to be liked because they know tough decisions are going to lead people to dislike you. That's part of leadership. That's part of management. That's part of being a decision maker. Do you realize decision makers are not liked? And I'd rather be a decision maker. I'd rather not let people decide for me and wait till they decide and have a powwow. Let me make the decision. Yep, I do the same thing. Um, you know, people want me to meet somewhere. I'll meet you there. No, we can all ride together. No, we won't. We're not all riding together because I know I'm going to be pissed. Now, that used to be before Uber was a thing where you would be stuck with people. And I'm stuck with these non-decision-making ass people and these people pleasers. I want to dip when I want to dip. Well, it doesn't make sense for us to drive two cars. I don't give a fuck what it makes sense. I know what I want. Decision is made. I'll meet you there in my own car so I can dip the hell out of there when I'm done. No. Damn, what's, what, what crawled up his ass, <laughs> right? Yeah. What crawled up his ass, right? So then what happens? People don't like you. People don't want to associate with you because you're not doing what they're doing. And you're not doing what, what, what you're going to do the opposite of what people who want to be like are doing. So they're going to be like, oh, shit, he, he kind of, what's wrong with him? So that's a decision making. Oh, I already know what I want. I know what I like. I know what's going to be harmonious for everybody. It's going to be better than me cursing y'all the fuck out at 1240 a.m. Because I'm going to curse y'all asses out at 1 a.m. If y'all ain't leaving. <laughs> and then y'all want to go here and y'all want to go to Denny's afterwards and y'all want to tit and y'all want to be all drunk on each other and having people throw up in my lap. I'm going to tell you, man, this is not going to be what I want to do. I'm not going home at four in the morning. <laughs> so I'm going to drive to my spot. And I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. These are just little decisions. Little decisions. Listen to this video. This is a man, and I haven't found data to back this up. But this is a man who's a father who's going to reveal that fathers are disliked whether they're present or absent. But we're going to talk about the importance of fathers. But he came up with some data. I don't know if his data is accurate, but it sounds interesting. Let's deal with it. <laughs> 
they did a survey. They said black men, over 70% of black men is hated by their children. Over 70%. But peep this, this is guys that is active in their children's lives. The ones that's not active is only 50%. So if you active in your kid's life, it's a one in four chance they don't like your black ass. If you're not active, it's damn near 50-50 chance they like your black ass. But they said worldwide with all nationalities, it's a 60% rate that the father, that the alpha male is not liked. You're the bad guy for trying to protect everybody. You're the bad guy for trying to keep the family together. It's a mean, cruel world. Y'all stay on point and watch y'all back. All right, and I don't know who the person who is the original video producer here looks like it's Big Reed and Dennis Sperling of the Manosphere or Manosphere Adjacent posted this on his Instagram. Okay. Uh, but um, let's break it down. I don't have any data. I don't know where he found this. But um, let me just say, if I agree with this data, it would make sense. Because people who lead, people who are in a situation of provider provision, people who are considered essentially a utility, a paycheck, a provider, protector, most of the time, they make decisions that are not going to be liked by the consensus, which could be a mother and a child, a mother and multiple children, and so forth and so on. So he has a tough, fathers have a tough role to balance being liked or being a decider. The importance of fathers cannot be underestimated. So I will shine some light on that real quick, just so I don't have people in here with this bullshit. But the key facts about dads in the U.S., dads overwhelmingly view being a parent as an important aspect of their personal identity. Most of dad time with the kid is spent playing or providing care. Okay, playing or providing care. And the more children a couple has, the more likely the husband is the family breadwinner. Most Americans say it's best for the children with their when their mom and dad both focus equally on work and taking care of the kids in home. That sounds interesting. And fathers are more likely than mothers to feel judged by their spouse or partner spouse or partner, what, for how they parent their child. So fathers do get critiqued more. Fathers believe they're judged more on their performance with their children. So we know that in two-parent households, there could be a condition where the father's impact. It doesn't matter. If the father's impact and, and liked by the kids, it's not probably going to produce the best outcome. And or if the father's the authoritative person, sometimes the mother can, okay, it'll be okay, kids. Father's just a meanie, but he has to do what he has to do. If there's an undermining spirit by a parent or a partner, if the mother then says, hey, your father's an abuser because he doesn't let me get my way, or if he's a true abuser, or in fact, if they're interpreting as an abuse, but he's making decisions to protect, provide the kids for the kids, he still is looked at as negative. It's almost as if fathers can't win in this situation here. It's almost rarely a case where the father can be like great emotionally, great financially, and great teacher, right? But sometimes they want us to pitch that shutout. 
We got to be great financially, although because it said in there, the father spends time providing and playing equally. So the father has to be emotionally good, financially good, and also a good leader. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I don't actually, I tell my family it will never be that way. I'm just letting y'all know. If you need that from me, you're going to have to pick two out of the three at best. Pick two out of three. And whatever two out of three you pick, whatever one you set to the side, do not ask me for that shit later on. (laughs) Right? As we teach, you want it faster, better, or cheaper. Which one? You're going to get one out of those three. Some people might get two out of the three. You want it faster, cheaper, or better. That's what you tell people in sales. Because people you're selling to will ask you, okay, I want it cheap, a good price. I want it tomorrow, and I want it to be the best quality. You ain't getting it. You ain't getting faster, cheaper, and better. Pick two. Really pick one. Which one you want? You want it cheap? Okay, that shit is going to be on the back burner. You're going to get this in five weeks if you want it cheap. (laughs) If you want it cheap and better, it ain't going to be delivered tomorrow. If you want it fast, if you want it fast and cheap, it's going to not be best. It's the best quality. Pick one. So in my world, as a father and a leader, I don't care if you like it or not, you'll like it or not like it. But you're either going to get Like, you got to pick one of the three, financial, emotional, and or leader. Which one you want? Because if you want me to sit up here and coddle you, and I tell this to everybody, I'm telling you, I tell this to the people I lead. I'm just going to be real. You want me to coddle you? Well, you're going to be poor and broke. If you want me to provide for you, don't expect to see my ass up in here coddling you. It ain't, it, that's not how it works. If you want me to just be a leader, sometimes you might have to give up on the financial part so I can take time to lead you in, in helicopter parent your ass. But it, it, it can't be all three. You can't just put these unreasonable expectations on men. And men try to live up to them. Inevitably, you cannot do this. This is playing whack-a-mole. You cannot live up to this. I'm just letting you know, so don't try to live up to this. This is all kind of crazy bullshit because you can provide financially and they'll just call you out. Uh, Michael Jordan is an example. Michael Jordan is an example. Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player, arguably, of all times. His kids is a guy, one of his kids are a disaster. Now, because this kid's a disaster, they blame Michael Jordan. Well, he was a good leader. He provided financially. Oh, well, he wasn't there for them emotionally. Ma'am, sirs, that's unreasonable to expect that of him. It's completely unreasonable. And he probably told them so. Like, come on, man. He Michael Jordan. You going to put those expectations on people? Guys, do not try to do this. You have to have the power to believe that being unliked is okay. All right, when I was a player's coach, when I was a young coach, the kids liked me. When I was an older coach, I didn't connect well with the next generation. I accepted not being liked by them. I just wanted the results. 
right, I don't need the players to like me. I'm a little bit older. I don't need y'all to like me. All right, we don't like coach. I don't give a fuck. Tip off is at seven. All right, dude, we're talking about do your job. Sometimes that doesn't work with people. They want to they wanna play for coaches they like. Some players don't care. You got to find the players that don't care, and then that's how you build. But I'm not here to be liked. Even with your kids, I would say this is a new Fandango idea that the father has to be liked. Well, I'm not Andy Griffith in this motherfucker, right? So you have to be able to parent and lead and provide financially and also provide emotional support, but not at the same level. You can't please everybody. So don't go about your life feeling bad that maybe one of your kids doesn't like you. Maybe you're not liked by your co-parent, your wife. Maybe you're not liked by their family. Who cares? Right? You don't have time to be able to do that. And have you ever tried to repair a situation where they don't like you and they say, I'll like you if you do this, and they still don't like you? They still ain't going to like you. No matter what you do, this goes for in-laws. In-laws, they already don't like you coming into it. Then you try all these things to get them to like you, only for them to not like you, probably at a greater rate that they didn't like you before because they saw you tap dance and you tried to kiss their ass and it worked for a little bit and then it didn't work and they didn't like you at the end of the day. A year later, five years later, 10 years later, they didn't like you still. You wasted your damn time. You could have just gone on with them not liking you and you wouldn't have skipped the beat. You wouldn't have skipped the fucking beat. Okay, they don't like me anyway, (laughs) right? And you would have been able to be who you were instead of trying to be somebody else so they can like you. Yep, they moved the goalpost. They moved the goal. Okay, try this one. Try this one. No, 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 no. Ninja, you don't like me and you ain't going to like me anyway. Moving on. (laughs) So please understand that this is a thing that will make you grow to be who you really are as opposed to being a boot-licking ass kisser to people who don't, they ain't going to like you much anyway. If a person demonstrates that they don't like you, move the hell on. Ain't no need to rehab and repair that shit. Okay, you don't like me? All right, cool. Cool. You got a life? I got a life. We gone. Let's go back to this father thing. <laughs> and dudes on the internet for with me, they be like, Coach, I don't like you. And I be like, Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Matters none to me. And I don't go about doing extra to prove why you should like me. Ain't a ma- it won't, I won't lose sleep. I sleep very well. Let's go back to what this guy was saying about fathers. Let's get the percentages down. Here we go. Survey. They said black men. Over 70% of black men is hated by their children. All right, and so he says 70% of black men are hated by their children. Who, who, press a one in the chat if you agree with that. You think the number is 70%. Okay, some people thought it would be higher. (laughs) Press a one in the chat if you believe. And by the way, this isn't an act about me not being liked. All right, this isn't an act. (laughs) This is not, trust me. I know a lot of people be like, I don't care, man. I'm good at, what do they call it? cutting people off this isn't an act there's very important people in my life that have experienced this 
I'd be like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. <laughs> like, I'll be gone. And they'd be like, how did they, guys, by the way, he who cares the most has the least power. He who cares the most has the least power. Or like, when you don't care, you over here. I got the power. Um, 70% of black fathers, let's just say fathers, because he said fathers would be at 60%, 60% in general. Some people think it's more. Um, 70% of black fathers are not liked. And he said, that's the present fathers. That's the fathers that are in their kid's life. Over 70%. But peep this, this is guys that is active in their children's lives. 70% of active fathers are disliked. Do I, do I know this for a fact. All right, and I know this from the upper middle class suburban where the dad busted his ass and broke his back and paid all the bills. And here come the kid. Well, well. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of wild. It's wild. I've seen it. That kind of gets no credit, especially if the other parent is, is um, helping assist the kids to not like the father. If the other parent, even if the parent, other parent is present, they're together as a, as a two-parent household. If the other parent is enabling the kids to disrespect the father and not like the father, and then when the father's doing what the father's doing, if the other parent's saying, yeah, I don't like your daddy either, that, that is an automatic. It's a damn automatic that the kids eventually will grow to not like the not like the father and it is a real condition although i tell you i've dealt with a lot of young people who had interesting relationships with their parents some loved both of their parents some were loyal to the mother some were daddy girls and loyal to the father okay some didn't care about they their parents some didn't care about the mother some didn't care about the father and uh since i worked in college and high school sports i've seen it I've seen it with my own eyes. And as kids grow up, sometimes you got to cut that loose. It's okay. It's, more, it's probably healthier if, if you're not trying to be a part of a person's life and they don't want you there. It's like, go ahead, bro. You got to let them grow. Let them discover who they are. Let them bump their head. Let them, let them know. So 70% of black fathers are not like that are present. The ones that's not active is only 50%. The ones that are not active is only 50%. So parents that are pookies, parents that are deadbeats are actually probably well more well-liked by their kids, maybe because they want to like the parent. But the parents that are trying, this, is, this, this makes sense. I mean, even um, every kid is tired of hearing a parent's mouth. So you're, you turn 14, 15, 16, you're tired of hearing your mama's mouth. But if your mother wasn't there, you'd be like, oh, how I long to have a relationship with my mother. That's simple. That's, that's kind of, and so you want to push forward and have a relationship with your, your parent that is absent. More likely than the parent that is there berating you or belittling you or misjudging you or leading you or putting handicaps on you. It makes sense. So if you active in your kid's life, it's a one in four chance they don't like your black ass. If you're not active, it's damn near 50-50 chance they like your black ass. <laughs> but they said worldwide with all nationalities, 
it's a 60% rate that the father, that the alpha male is not liked. Um, my opinion on hearing these stats, again, I can't, val- I can't verify these facts. So he's, he's come up with something that he's seen. I haven't been able to verify it. So I can't say it's accurate. I'm just going to use it as a chance to talk. I'm going to say black men in particularly, because he brought it up, go above and beyond trying to get everybody to like them. It is a disease. It is probably one of the things that has contributed to the condition of the black family and black community. And this cannot be, most people won't discuss this. It's because you want to be accepted. You want to be accepted by white folks or what they call the dominant society. You want to be accepted by women of other races. You want to be accepted by black women. You want to be accepted by your employer. You want to be accepted in in what you would call counterculture, not your exact culture, so you go above and beyond to please. You want to not be depicted as a deadbeat daddy. Okay, so you want to be accepted by the courts and the judges and the attorneys. You want to be accepted by the social workers and the pseudoscientists. So you go above and beyond trying to be a part of people's lives that they don't want you there. They've already rejected you. Okay, you want to be accepted by a variety of people, the police, every goddamn thing. And then inevitably you end up disappointed because these people don't like you. They don't like you. They probably don't like you initially. Now, they might warm up to you. But they probably ain't paying attention to you, number one. Number two, they don't like you. And it is what it is. Because that's what it is for everybody else. Most people aren't liked. Most people are prejudged. Most people have preconceived notions of people. Most people don't want to like you initially. And that is what it is. Who gives a fuck? But you guys got to not give a damn about that stuff. So you want Latinas in Dominican Republic to like you. You want all of these people to like you, and really they don't like you. They don't have to like you. You want your kids to like you, and your baby mama to like you, and your ex-wife to like you, and you want your new girlfriend to like you, and all of the plight you've been through, but who cares? (laughs) Not liking you, not accepting you, and rejecting you is the default setting of almost everybody. And I, it took me to move to around white people to realize that white people don't really like each other like that. Although they have their own group preference when it comes to matters. But I think they like money and financial stability and their facade more than they like people. So when I see white people in the white community suing each other and fighting each other and not even knowing and talking to their neighbors, you will realize that they don't have a like for many people. It's not personal. They really just mind their own damn business until you're in their neighborhood. NIMBY, not in my backyard. As soon as you get in their backyard, now they got a problem with you. So this idea that, and particularly black fathers, black fathers go above and beyond to try to make everybody like them. You want your baby mama and your new girlfriend to like, like each other and like you. You want your kids to be praising you and liking you. You fight like hell to be in your kid's life And then ultimately, they might not even respect you at the end of it. Or they might have even respected you more if you just went away. Sad enough, I mean, he said that in the video. If you just disappeared, they might have respected you more at the end of the day. Why? Because you told everybody else to kiss your ass. I'm going to tell you this. When it comes to women, kissing their ass never works. You know what works with them? Telling you to kiss their own ass and yours. For some reason... 
they stick around. For some reason, they admire and respect you. They might not associate with you. They might not get you. But when you tell them to kiss your ass, for some reason, it works. But pandering doesn't work. Pandering and running behind women and wiping their ass makes them disrespect you. Trying to be a part of people's life that really don't want you there, it's going to be pandering to them. And they ain't going to like it. Same thing in business. When you walk into a job interview and say, man, look, I'm here to help y'all. <laughs> I'm here to help y'all. When you walk into an interview, uh, who mem- I'm, I'm just rambling now. Who remembers the movie Office Space? All right, who remembers the movie Office Space? Big takeaway right here. Where's my Office Space clip? What would you say you do here? In the movie Office Space, the movie Office Space, they had the employees, and they was kissing the ass, and they were showing up, getting violated, had to come back and show up and go to work, come to work on Saturday, and they was getting disrespected. Then what happened was they tried to run a ploy in a scheme, and then when the guy finally said, I don't give a fuck, Guess what? They start kissing his ass. <laughs> Go watch the movie Office Space. When he stopped showing up to work on time, when he went on vacation, when he gave him they, his ass to kiss, when he walked in there and did what he wanted to do, for some reason, they start what? Oh, shit. They start, they start pulling him in, and they start wanting to put him as the manager. <laughs> but when he was a, a, a bootlicker, when he was trying to get everybody, his boss, his manager to like him, when he was scared of him, they disrespected him. Now, you can choose, you can choose a route in life, but if you want to be liked, you're probably not going to be feared or respected. If you don't want to be liked and you don't care, you probably might be feared, you probably might be revered, you might be respected, or nothing might happen. <laughs> nothing might happen. There's nothing that might, nothing might happen either way. But at the end of the day, you did what you wanted to do when you had your dignity when you walked the hell off out of there. You had your dignity. And that's what the message is today. Because you have your dignity. You don't give a fuck. You're like, okay, listen, you ain't going to change me regardless. By the way, I was going to talk about the platinum rule. It's a book here. They talk about four different type of people here. They're directors, they're socializers, there's thinkers, and there's relators. Okay, relators are more uh, related to warming and nurturing individuals. Thinkers are more analytic, persistent, systematic people. I'm kind of more of a thinker. Socializers are friendly and enthusiastic, and they like to be where the action are, and the directors are driven by two governing needs to control and achieve, which I have that as well, director and thinker. Now, because you're a director and a thinker, You might be trying to get approval from people who are socializers and relators. Sometimes you can meet them in the middle. Sometimes people who are socializers and relators can't meet people in the middle that are thinkers. So they think being a socializer is the way to go. All right, you should be talking. You should be text messaging me all day. And you should be wanting to talk. I don't want to do it. And then they call you weird. And they call you an outcast. But not really. You're just... You're just a thinker. I, I, want a time, I want space and peace to think. I want space and think to take over. Well, money isn't everything. Oh, fuck you. It is. <laughs> it matters. Don't act like it don't matter because the same people that say that, they broke as a joke and they looking for rent. They might be selling some puss to make rent. 
Okay, but they'll say it don't mean anything. Even if you're a male provider, they'll say, well, you provided, but you didn't do this. <laughs> All right, so I did my job, but you're going to find the one thing that I didn't do. This is unreasonable exp expectations, and you're not meeting me in the middle. You're putting unrealistic expectations on me, and then you're trying to use that you don't like me as a means to move me. No. I'll accept that you don't like me and I'll move on. So you have to accept not being liked. And this is even backed up by the pseudo psychology department and the scientists and so forth. The need to be like is preventing you from being who you need to be in this life. Cause this is the first and only life. This is the one life you get. People pleasing is not the, is not going to give you the life you need. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to get more out of this life by telling people, I don't give a fuck if you like me or not, but we can still associate. We can still be cool, and you can still learn from me, and I can learn from you. But liking me is not going to control me. It's not going to move me. <laughs> and I say that with love. Let's get to these super chats and get up out of here. You got to be cold out here, man. You got to be cold. Shout out to Steph is cold, by the way. I don't want to steal his thunder. But y'all ninjas, man, and look, and if, that, if you like to be liked, that's you. What are we doing here? Shout out to uh, Deshaun Rose says, January 16th, today, coach. He says, I need a Desert Storm bunker. Is it your birthday? Shout out to you. He says, you spitting knowledge again. They may black you out again for sure. New, 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 new world. He said, repeat that again. I don't know what you want me to repeat again because I'm riffing. Meaning I'm just coming off the top of the dome. Pause. But really, really, you can't get out of your, you, this is your one life. You can't live life trying to please other people. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get to where you need to be. Trust me. No amount of this tap dancing is going to get you there. And women do, you, by the way, ladies, if you're listening to this, you use this as a control mechanism against men. And men, you need to stop that bullshit because I'm going to tell you right now, more women will respect you when you don't give a fuck as, relate, as opposed to when you kiss an ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. More women will respect you when you put up the middle finger. Just look at, sorry, just look at the amount of men who women respect. And this is not all women. Look at the amount of men that women respect. It's almost going to be somebody that's on the fringe. Somebody that don't kiss their ass. Somebody that don't pander to them. Now, they do like those guys as well. But think about it. Tupac, DMX, ninjas like this, somewhat, somewhat emotional, somewhat flawed. But the oh, I don't give a fuck is the women that they revere ninjas like that. <laughs> It's anyway. Uh, shout out to Zero Fallout says, I said it. They don't like you. He says they got Degeneration X in the chamber. And he says uh, they only tolerate you because they don't have AI to do everything for them. And yes, even your boss. Even your bosses. Um, they don't like you as an employee. Somebody put this up. Nick Saban's the greatest football coach of all time. He was replaced in 48 hours. Now, he wasn't fired. But I just want you to think of that, okay? I just want you to think about it. Uh, Nick Saban gave Alabama a great, great uh, title run, great thing, and he stepped down, 
without much pop and circumstance. He just walked away. 24 hours later, they were parading a new coach in town, and they were chanting his name. Now, we don't know how long that'll last, but I'm just saying, you'll get replaced. <laughs> You're replaceable out here. They'll get what they get from you and then forget about you tomorrow. <laughs> For me, I like respect. By the way, I went to, went to show that slide right here. Um, it says right here, respect to me is more of a a vision, a mission for me than, than love and like. All right, respect is where I'm at. All right, that love and like shit, it's, it's really, uh, here it is right here. Things that hold much more importance than love and relationships. Uh, your woman can say she loves you, but if she out and out disrespects you, that's a L. Shout out to Zero Fallout. Jaime Torres says, Coach, got them Puerto Ricans over here in Joyce for you. I'll trade you a West Coast Ling Ling for an East Coast, East Coast Butter Pecan Puerto Rican CGA for life. Can I have them? Let me add them. Let me add them. Let me add them. I want them. I'll send you a Ling Ling. My brother said, your coworkers are not your friends. Facts. All right. A lot of people go in there. They try to make friends with their coworkers. There's a balance. But, man, my coworkers are, were never my friends. They were never people. I didn't. I rarely ever, if ever, like, I'm going to happy hour with these people. Um, because I got my own friends. I got my own source of entertainment. Like, I don't need to get a job and then make friends. My roommates weren't my friends. I had three female roommates. They were... They became lifelong friends, meaning associates. But when they were my roommate, they weren't my friends. Like, we didn't kick it like friends. We didn't go. I don't, I would say very, I would say I can count on a handful of times that we went out and socialized. And I lived with three females, not all together. All right, one at a time. And I don't think if ever I went out to socialize with them, like grab dinner, hung out with friends. I think one time, one of my roommates, a few times they had parties at, at our apartment. And I kind of joined in a little bit. But I didn't be all up in the business, all in the video. I kind of was like, okay, you having a party? It's cool. Yep, thanks for telling me. Uh, I bopped in there. What's up, what's up? Then I dipped to my room. Okay. Or I left so they can have their party. Their friends aren't my friends. So a lot of people do this. I'm going to tell you, man. A lot of you guys do this and you mess up the, the actual relationship that you started which was the roommate you started as roommates as soon as you become friends and of course if you are different genders and you become lovers you mess up the roommate you mess up the roommate uh relationship because then there's confusion i don't like this confusion right all right I'm, i want to be whatever the relationship was that's where it's going to start and that's where it's going to end and I'm not a lonely person. I don't get roommates just so I can have people living up in my spot. So anyway, shout out to no government name. Coach, you're saying more than what my former therapist would for 250 an hour. Indeed. Man, I could kick these therapists ass and these pastors and these church pastors, man. I'm telling you, you messing with the realists here. I can help y'all did this out. But listen, I ain't the only one. And the reason I don't trust a lot of these lawyers, therapists, you know why I don't trust them? Because they have a literal financial motive to associate with you. It's disingenuous. Now, me, I'm providing mostly free entertainment. Small percentage of people are donating and sending love gifts. Small percentage. 
All right, I don't berate you. I don't pound the desk and say, you all got to pay. I don't charge you 250 an hour. I'm also not broke, bankrupt. I'm also not using your money to uh, squeeze blood out of a turnip. I just make you consume your time. But these, these people, these therapists, are most of them are broke, financially bankrupt. Most of them have student loans. Most of them need to, to, to uh, swindle your insurance to get you in there and sell you services. I mean, I know what it is because I was a fitness trainer. I kind of had to do the same thing, <laughs> right? Listen, I was a fitness trainer. I was in sales, all right? In, in fitness training, you want to help the person, but you also want to make them buy packages. And you also want to make them sign up again. And you also want to keep them as clients as long as you possibly can so you can keep that income source. Guys, that's what doctors are now. That's what lawyers are now. That's what therapists are now, the majority of them. That's what they are. And I have videos of them in, admitting it, all right? And so they're not there to help you. They're there to help their damn pockets. Same as church pastors. These people are all grifters to an extent. It is what it is. All right. And so that's why they're out here selling you. And they're not going to tell you the real because a real therapist would tell you that you a piece of shit most likely and that you're the cause of your problems. And I hope that's what they're doing. But I would just imagine that they're not doing it because I know people who claim to be in therapy and they still out here blaming other people. So that lets me know 100% that these therapists are grifters, <laughs> right? Like they cannot possibly, you cannot possibly trump, trump it that you're in therapy and then still come out here blaming somebody else. There's no way. There's no way. You cannot tell me that you're good at therapy and good and you're getting healed and you coming out here still vic being a victim. There's no way in hell. So somebody's not, somebody's, somebody's swindling you right here. There's no way somebody's swindling you if that's the case. If that's how you ended up. <laughs> so they getting their bills paid and you a big old fat juicy ass target most of the time because you're using your benefits and, um, if you're using benefits for therapy, it's at that particular point, Ninja, I'm just letting you know. I know physical therapists that do the same thing, Ninja, at some particular Hey, anybody ever take physical therapy? Let's talk about physical therapy. Just to get away from the therapist, because people have a blind spot where they can't be attacked. Oh, yes, they can. But let's take physical therapy. If you go to physical, have you ever gone to physical therapy? Go to physical therapy. And then use your insurance or your workman's comp or whatever your company is paying the physical therapy. Then if the physical therapist, no matter where you are in physical therapy, if the insurance stops paying for physical therapy, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah, physio. What happens when the physical therapist has a problem with your insurance? Do they say, oh, don't worry about it. You can pay out of pocket. Oh, don't worry about it. You have a need to be able to learn how to walk again. I'll help you. What do they do when they can't get through your insurance? When they have a roadblock with your insurance, they kick you back out on the street. <laughs> they kick you on the street. They're like, oh, uh, we have a problem with your insurance. Oh, what, what, what? And you walking in hobbling hobbling now these are the people that's supposed to help you walk again after a car accident they supposed to help you walk but your insurance don't kick in they drop you and that's the same thing your mental therapist will do if your insurance don't kick in so there you go right there 
So are they in it for the money or are they in it for that insurance kick in? Because <laughs> soon as your insurance don't kick in, they don't give a fuck about you. They'd be like, well, guess your appointment's canceled and boom. Well, <laughs> they drop you. Soon as the money can't be dropped into the account and they can't fish out the two fifty dollars or the $400 an hour they charging you, they drop you. Same with your attorney. Your attorney doesn't care about your case. You're paying them. Soon as they need a little bit of re-up on the, um, on the money, soon as that retainer run out, they calling you up. You need some more retainer. I ain't got no more retainer. You're dropped. They drop your case. They don't say, oh, you know what? I really care about your case. I'll work through it until you can pay. By the way, Alan Dershowitz said that he did that for O.J. Simpson. But it's a very rare thing. Shout out to Nico. He says, F all the simps and the bitch-ass ninjas, free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> all right, what are we doing here? Ray Allen says, thanks for the blue chips. We got the blue chips in here. We got up, up in here, too. All right, and he says, thanks, coach. I got to stop pleasing people, indeed. Rob Sawyer says, the most self-destructive thing a man can do is seek external validation. Far too many men do it, and it's sad. Fellas, cuff your balls and be a man. Be a man. It's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. And you're going to get criticized, and people are going to say, well, I'm not going to be your friend. And you're going to be like, dude, at some particular point, you're going to realize that they wasn't a friend. You were more of a friend to them than they are to you. In fact, reciprocity is important. What were they giving you back for their friendship? Most of the time they were giving, they were wasting your time. They were destructive. They were making you do destructive things. Like, why do you want to be friends with these people? You got to find some real valuable friends. And I'm going to tell you this. Real valuable friends don't have time to waste. The truest friends you will have will be not friends that you see often. Because these people are on their business too. You're going to see them sparingly. There's not going to be this need and this leeching. They're not going to beg you for money. They're not going to uh, gaslight you and hold their friendship over you to make decisions that they're comfortable with. I learned this. I learned this doing the red pill stuff. People was cool with me. People was cool with me when I wasn't doing red pill shit. Soon as I started doing red pill shit, here they come. They was dropping like flies. So what was it? I was agreeable with them, so they were associated with me. Soon as I became controversial, they all started running, okay? So they were getting more from me than I was getting from them. Shout out to Maryland Guy Coach. One of my second cousins is a therapist, and she always advertising her service on Facebook and Instagram. Well, bitch, got some, and she got student loan debt, too. Hey. Next time you go to the doctor, next time you go to anybody that claims to be a doctor, a quack, a chiropractic, a, a physical therapist, a doctor, doctor, a, a doctor of therapy, um, a doctor of a, a, a JD doctor, ask that doctor, right? A JD doctor was as a lawyer. Ask them doctors if they got student loan debt. If they got student loan debt, run because they about to swindle your ass. They about to swindle your ass and they about to bleed you dry. If they got student loan debt, I feel that they're compromised at that particular point. If they got economic problems, they're compromised. That means they're not providing you true value and service 
They're out here trying to run your pockets. <laughs> Spiritual advisor. Ask them how much student loan debt they got. If they got debt and they don't answer it, get up and leave the office. By the way, you can fire doctors. You can fire professionals. You can walk up out their office. A lot of people really don't have balls. You can walk up out their office. You guys get in their little office and they little trap and they be like, fill out this hundred question questionnaire. And you out here filling that shit out. Like, man, let me ask you some questions. Mm. <laughs> They're like, uh, did you fill out the hundred? Look, man, look, I'm not filling out shit. I'm in here to ask you questions. Again, you go to a job interview. I'm here to help you. You ask me here. What the fuck are you talking about? All right, you asked me to help you. So what, what do you want help with? <laughs> like, but y'all go in there like, oh, they are a professional. And they got a degree. They got letters behind their name. Man, I ain't feeling out shit. <laughs> you can refuse anything they say. Dude, you're not beholden to any of these goofy ass uh, academics people. By the way, I have a master's degree. So fuck y'all if y'all think I'm against academics. But I, I worked for, on college campuses for years. I don't respect degrees for degrees sake. Okay, you got a degree. I got three degrees myself. I don't give a shit what your 33rd degree and a half ass has. <laughs> All right, your degree don't mean shit to me on CGA unless I'm doing brain surgery, trauma, emergency cesarean sections, emergency ER room. I don't care about none of that shit with your serial cracker jack ass degree. Your University of Phoenix degree don't mean shit and no certification. You know how many certifications I have? You know how many certifications I have? Ninja, I'm just me. So don't let these people intimidate you with, your, with their academic science. Most of them are guessing at best. All right, so when I go up in there, they'd be like, can you sign this? Can you fill this out? I ain't filling out shit. <laughs> I'm going to just let it sit there. Let's talk. Let's talk. I bet you they don't talk. And I'm going to be like, well, I see you're not professional with this shit. All right, you're not, profe- you're not a true professional. You want to get, get me a little mousetrap so you can fill your little questionnaire out. And, hmm, they want to get their little glasses on. They want to get their little glasses on. Oh, let me see here. All right, what do we got here? Oh, it looks like uh, you, answered, uh, you answered A on question number three. Interesting. Nah, we ain't about to do all that. <laughs> you fill it out. All right, you, I'm hiring you. You're not hiring me. So you're going to do what I ask you to do. <laughs> All right. Anyway, a lot of people don't think this. Same thing, man. Same thing. A lot of people don't think this way. That's how I work. That's how I run this shit. I'm here to hire you, doc. What you about to do is tell me about what you are. I ain't about to just come in here and tell you what I got. But anyway, you know what? You know what happens, guys? Last point. You don't have leveraging options. You're down bad. You're misguided, undecided. You a you a you a Mitch ass man, and you can't go in there. You're intimidated by something that you might not have, so you might not be educated. So you uh, look at educated people as God. I don't. I've seen a lot of dumbass educated people. All right, I worked on I worked on how many college campuses? Six. I worked on six college campuses for fifteen years, including high school campuses. That's a total of like nine campuses. You know how many dumb teachers I've met, dumb professors. Dumb doctors, dumb academias. The majority of them are dumb. 
The majority of them don't, they're, they're meaningless outside of their little office. <laughs> and they little tweed sweater don't make me jump, jump around. Yep, they little tweed sweater don't make, their little polo shirt don't make me, you know how many dummies I've been educated by? I got a master's degree. You know how many dumb academia people I've been educated by? Your degree don't mean, you know how many dumb lawyers I met? You know how many dumb people I met with degrees? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't be intimidated by these people. All right, these people want to intimidate you by that and sit up in their little office with their little, they little, they little thing hitting the ball like this tick, tick, tick. Most of these people can't fight their way out of a brown paper bag. So you can put, I got letters behind my name too, man. That don't mean shit to me. Anyway, <laughs> right, here we go right here. Anyway, where are these people at with the you big dummy? You big dummy. They got no common sense. They can't relate. They socially awkward. They probably on the spectrum. They have no common sense. They goofy. All right, now I'm supposed to listen to you. All right, I know grocery store employees that are smarter than some of these academias. Shout out to Charlie Mack. Appreciate you for chipping in. And Brown 310, go close it out with shout out to the Gorditas. Let's give the door Gordita some love walking out the building here. Yeah, they little pendulum. All right. Right, shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Heal yourself. Peace.